this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. as the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi. Sister Speak Podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. <laughs> Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You were some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak. Keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson, and I'm here with Sister K on Sister Speak Podcast. Hey, Sister Speak fam, this is Shalita from Philly. To quote the oh-so-fine Kang Ezekiel, fake it till you make it, baby. 
Hello, Sister Speaks family. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. New year, new season, but yeah, you know your girl Procrasti is singing the same old song. I don't want to watch Carol kill walkers no more. I don't want to watch Carol no more. I'm tired of just being the Carol Saves the World show. This is Ozzy John, and I watch The Walking Dead, and yet I smile. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. Back end of season eight. Second verse, same as the first. I don't want to watch Carol no more. Y'all done killed off Carl, but Carol's still here. Carol gotta die. Carol gotta die. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Procrastinella. And I'm Kim. And welcome to episode 86. Let's yes. get started. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, 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 <laughs> Sister Speak Nation. It's been a minute, but we back to talk about uh, two episodes today. Episode 11, titled Dead or Alive or, and episode 12, titled The Key. And as you heard, we have two wonderful guests with us today, with me today, excuse me, Procrastinella and Kim. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Six the K. I'm so happy y'all could join me. Thank you so much, because I know this is a chore for us all. (laughs) It's something to look forward to, put it that way. Podcast po- podcasting episode is something to look forward to. <laughs> the yes. episode itself, ooh, like you said. You are so right. It's the fun talking about it. It's not so fun to watch it, right? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So before we get started about these two episodes, let's go through, I don't know if y'all have an adult or other beverage of the episode, but maybe we can talk about what we drink in now. Okay. Uh, I've already had a watermelon margarita and I am on my second beer. So that should tell you Uh-oh. how I took to get through these two episodes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what kind of beer? Michelob Ultra. I'm on my second one. I may have a third before this is over. <laughs> wow. So it's ultra, not light. So this heavy duty. Uh, no, I think it's good for you. Less calories. So see, technically oh. I've only had probably half a beer so if i have three that's probably one and a half see that's how that's that's the math i'm doing okay <laughs> okay <laughs> sounds good to me. so procrastinella gonna be lit by the end of this episode <laughs> mm-hmm. apparently apparently and kim what you drinking so i have a merlot Ooh. and it's a chilean wine it's uh, Vinas Chilenas Rosario Estate Reserva Winemaker Selection 2017. Ooh, that mm-hmm. sounds interesting. I don't think I've had Merlot. It's good. It's not like a. It's not real heavy, and it's you know it's a it's a little on the dry side, but it's actually kind of sweet. So it's it's really good. I got I found it at uh, Trader Joe's. I and I kind of got hooked on that. Yeah. Delicious. 
Trader Joe's has some interesting wines that you can't really find anywhere else. No, because so I've never cool. seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't thinking I should have got my my little wine, but I have my pink lemonade today. Uh-huh. My margarita. See, there you go. Sounds tasty. It's very good. It's very cold and refreshing. Did you make it or is this I did. Well, I did make it myself. I stirred it up. It's a powder (laughs) mix. (laughs) Okay, you made it yourself. I made it myself, although I did not make the powder. I did. <laughs> you poured the water in there, right? But I in poured the, the water and I stirred it and I put my ice in there. So there you go. She <laughs> said, <laughs> Ain't nobody got time to squeeze up a whole bunch of lemons. Come on now. That's, they sure don't. <laughs> they sure don't. Mm-mm. And it takes a lot of lemons too to make lemonade. Lemons. Yes, it does. It really does. So mm. yeah, we doing the easy way. Oh gosh. Okay, so um The Walking Dead, I know that Procrasty we had you on the mid season finale with Bunny. But Kim, so we'll start with Kim. How how long have you been watching The Walking Dead and then what have you been thinking about how it's progressed in the season eight? Well, um, like a lot of other folks been watching it from season one, episode one. And it was my favorite show. Sunday was an event. You know, nobody mm-hmm. could bother me. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching my show, you know, get my snacks and everything. And now, uh, very disappointed. And I believe someone on your last podcast, I think it was Tasha or someone was saying how, how sad they felt now mm-hmm. about how poorly written and how bad the show is now and I was like yeah I feel you because I I feel the exact same way um but I will say that the second half of the season um has gotten a little better not a lot but it's gotten a little better and I think these last two were like actually watchable and I wasn't getting up every five minutes to go do something else and then go, oh, I was watching the show and go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of hoping it continues on this path, but, you know, I'm really disappointed in what's happened to the show. Mm-hmm. I see you on that. And Procrasty, since we last talked with you, um, episode eight, and now we're on 11 and 12. Has your thoughts changed at all? Um, I kind of have been forgetting to watch it, so that pretty much <laughs> where I'm at. I'm like him. I mean, you know, Sunday used used to be like, well, when of course Game of Thrones wasn't on, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, Sunday was like, don't don't bother me. I, you know, I was all excited, looking forward to it, and. Now, I mean, especially with Game of Thrones being gone, you need something to watch on Sunday. So I'm like, okay, well, you, it was like I'll watch Walking Dead. But eh, pretty much after the mid-season finale, I was just kind of like, okay, when it comes back, it comes back. And I literally forgot, you know, that it was returning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that sounds awful, but I was like, oh, it was coming. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. And the actual night, I think it was on the same night as the Oscars or whatever. I forgot to watch both of them. So, you know, 
uh, it's hard to get excited about it. I don't know how much of it is the whole, you know, screw up with, you know, Glenn and the dumpster. And of course, you know, killing off, you know, what did I, Robert from the Bay call him LBC, little, little baby Carl. Little Carl, yep. All the behind the scenes shenanigans, if you will, that <laughs> that's kind of having an impact on it. Um, I, I record, my brother records it, but I actually had to go looking for it to watch it. Excuse me for this podcast. I see potential that could be there because I, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but uh, I think it was Tasha on the last podcast, uh, her and Zombie Scotty. Mm-hmm. She, yep. With Tasha, she was saying that Negan made sense and color me shocked. I found myself thinking the same thing because I set my DVR to start a minute before the show. So it always re- gets, you get the tail end of the previous episode. Oh, so I yeah. got the, that talk that um, Negan was having with Rick. And I'm sitting there going, good grief. You know, Negan's making sense. But more importantly, I'm like, if they could get their shit together, this could get back to being good. Because that was actually mm-hmm. a nice moment between them. So all yes. that's from the airport to say, um, I'm kind of, I'm pessimistically hopeful for the show. You know, uh, uh, I'm not hate watching yet, but I could so easily be pushed into that, you know, into that area. It has little, it has little, you know, little bursts. Yep. Brilliance almost. And you see what the, you see the old Walking Dead, you know, and it's, it, it gets your hope when I don't like that, you know. It's like, don't be mm-hmm. playing with my emotions when it comes to the show. Enough for what? Really, come on, let's be honest. For the last three seasons, when you say they've been dicking, you know, folks around, you know, yeah. with the show. So I don't want to get my hopes up, but there have been, there's a little light coming through that it could go back to being a good show. Will it be great again? That's going to take a lot, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put it this way. I watch so I'll know what y'all are talking, what you're talking about, and your guest, Sister K, when you do the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, wow. I'll have a point of reference, but yeah, if there, if something else is on on Sunday nights, I think somebody else said they don't watch live anymore. They record yeah. it, yeah. you get around to it when they do. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Cool. I see TV, and that does make me sad because Walking, you know, Walking Dead used to be the joint. It was. It was. Yes. It was. Yes, it was. It was. Twenty four. Twenty four used to be a show. Yes. Girl, girl, the the world could be ending. Wait till Jack Bauer's done, then I'll come with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how Walking Dead was for me. It was yeah. my twenty four. You know, I watched it for now. and you used to love to watch Talking Dead after. Remember? Yeah. 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 I, I used to. Yeah. So that's, an, that's so, hard to watch now. Uh, well, Yvette was on there the other day. Yvette Nicole Brown, I think she was on after episode. I think episode eleven. It was twelve. It was twelve. Twelve. It was, 12. It was yeah, the key. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't watch the last one, so I don't know if she was able to find anything, you know, redeemable in it. I mean, and I don't think she's like she the whole. Oh, she did. She said some things that I was thinking, and I guess we'll we'll talk about that later, but. She did bring some of the stuff up that I thought was interesting about 12. Yeah, I like Actually. her interview. I don't feel that she's like beholden to AMC where she's got, mm-hmm. like, you know, show for him. 
Well, she can't talk shit because Chris Hartwood can't talk shit. He's like employed by them now. Right. So it's like now he's exactly. really, really not an impartial party. And so that's what makes it kind of hard to watch that show now because he's always got to be so damn positive. When I can yep. see it in his eyes, he don't fucking like it. I can see that shit. <laughs> Can't you he see it? Like, I can see him like going, shit, I want to say something so... <laughs> Oh, but I can't. I, can't. I, I got to get paid. Thank you. So I mean, he's, yeah, his loyalty, I can see it. His loyalty is is really torn, torn because you know they they've employed his little ass. Yeah, he's gotten yeah famous more. You know, he was he's more famous now because of this show and his Talking Dead. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. he feels disloyal if he talks shit about it. But shit, honey. uh I don't feel disloyal. I've been watching this shit and giving them my time for eight yes. motherfucking years. And so it pisses <laughs> me off when they're fucking my show up. Yes. Now. And you know what? I think, you know what? I think Hardwick, he tried, was, is that his name? Well, anyway. Chris Hardwick. When, yes. in the beginning, when the show was starting to go downhill, I guess it was around six or five for some folks. Six, uh-huh. And I remember a couple of times he was a little shady about it when the talking when it came on and i can't remember but i just he was a little shady but i think they must have jacked him up and was like look yep you're supposed to be supporting the show thank you you know and then i i never saw that again that side of him mm-hmm. so oh you know yeah they did. i totally agree with you you know they did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he told the company line that's for sure i mean what you gonna do it's like you can't yeah. go to your job talking shit you won't be having a job you sure won't. You come so. there and your stuff be packed on top of your desk. <laughs> no, they be like, stop you at the door, like, uh, oh, my badge. Hey, something wrong with my badge. Yeah, because you don't work here anymore. <laughs> with your little, with your little stuff, with your pictures and stuff in uh, your box right there at the security guard me. desk. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talk uh-huh. shit. <laughs> no pay. Talk shit now. No paycheck. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, uh, I love y'all. <laughs> so I get it. Nah, but it, get still makes it, it still makes it difficult to watch. I mean, I understand why mm-hmm. he has to do that, but <sighs> yeah. Gosh. So the the dead or alive or um, what do we think about this episode eleven? Dead or alive or? I mean, I. Y'all already know what I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll, I'll hold back and hear what you guys have to say first. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. Well, I will have to say this. I didn't hate it. Okay. Um, but there was a lot of people in there that I can't freaking stand that was up on my screen. So that was really irritating. But even so, I was able to kind of get through it and really look at the story. But all okay, that stuff so with was... Father Gabe... Oh, thank go you. Ahead. I was going to say, uh, go ahead. All that stuff with Father Gabe, and I guess what they were trying to say was that God was guiding him and Dr. Carson. I don't know about that. That was kind of... That was irritating to me, I have to say. Because I don't like Father Gabe anyway. He makes me sick. Thank you. Um, Ooh, sorry, somebody else just feels like me. I cannot stand him. He irritates me. Ooh. I don't care about no stupid Dwight. 
I don't like, Thank you. I don't like Rosita that much. <laughs> Tara, take her or leave her. But she was she was kind of funny in this one. Oh, um, my last so one. I just hmm, it was okay. I have to say it was just okay, okay. but it was, it's a step above what's been happening so far. I co-sign. <laughs> it's better than what we've been getting. Uh, let's see. But, but Walking Dead is basically a shit sandwich right now. So this is one was uh, maybe one or two less, you know, links, if you will. <laughs> I'm so graphic. That's how I'm telling. You, I think that's how Chris Hardwick feels about hosting the Walking, you know, hosting Talking Dead. It's like. You know, like when you said they got on this case, it's like, look here, here's this here shit sandwich. You gonna eat it and you gonna like it. Yep. Okay. And grin and, and grin yeah. through it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I thought this episode it was it was decent. Um, it wasn't great, but so what? Uh, what parts do y'all feel like were decent? Like when you were talking to y'all, they're talking about the story part of it. What what part are you referring to when you say? Uh, or when you mean it's better than what we've been seeing. One thing that, oh, okay. One thing that I really, really noticed that I thought was different was the pacing. I felt like the pacing is much better mm-hmm. and that they tried in some way to link, have a logical step-by-step in the episode. We didn't have like huge chunks of time on one set of people and then maybe a blip of somebody else and then back to the, the other people mm-hmm. for like a huge chunk of time. I felt like there was continuity and it just kind of flowed better. So we had a little bit of, you know, uh, the saviors on the bridge. Then we had uh, Rosita and them under the bridge. And then it flowed on to Father Gabe, but it didn't stay on any one group for like a really long period of time or do that thing where they used to just concentrate on one group. For the entire episode, which mm-hmm. was really irritating and I hated. Oh, so yeah, I, I feel like it was much, much better um, in the pacing, the timing, things sort of made sense, <laughs> except for what I already mentioned. Um, but for me, I think the interesting part was Tara and uh, was it someone with Tara and Dwight? Yeah. Or they were walking through the woods to get back to Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that whole little exchange with Tara, like, she was on him. Like, she was going to take care of him right then and there. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to take her revenge and get him. But the part that I thought was most interesting was after she chased him, and then they heard the saviors outside the woods, you know, by that clearing. Uh-huh. And, and Dwight was like, uh... I'd rather just run out with them and take my chances instead of her (laughs) that she got up to my head. But that whole exchange to me was pretty interesting. Like Dwight was pleading his case. You know, he's like, I've done everything. You know, I've killed saviors. I hate them. But Tara was just not buying it at all. And so I just thought that even though I can't stand Dwight and I don't really care for Tara, I thought that was an interesting exchange and dynamic because I always wondered how she really felt about, you know, her, her girlfriend being killed and um, all that stuff happened. I feel like they just kind of brushed over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess we got that answer for that. But um, 
Yeah, I thought that part was really interesting. And Procrasti? Pretty much, I, I, I agree with most of what um, Kim was saying. Um, Tara, I generally like, but she really just got on my last good nerve on this episode. <laughs> I, her girlfriend died, but and oh, you brought up some really good points, Kim, about the the continuity and the pacing. I agree that that's, this is one of the this is one of the reasons I think it it made me think, hey, our old show is still in there because it mm-hmm. felt in that sense like The Walking Dead of old. Mm-hmm. And praise Lord, baby Jesus, they did not do any time jumps because those oh, things drive oh, crazy. Yeah, you can't you can't get your footing. You don't know what um, what uh, what reality, if you will, they're in. So that was they're nice terrible. to see they weren't doing that choppy jumping back and forth thing. But mm-hmm. one of the things that really got on my nerves about this episode, and I wrote it down, was that Tara was it was incredibly stupid of Tara to try and take out Dwight. It reminded me of, do you remember back, might have been season four or five when they were out walking, the, the team, they were they were like starving. They hadn't had any food. Remember, they had to be the dog. And they were on that bridge. And Sasha, I, was Sasha grieving? I don't know if she was grieving Tyrese's death. Or it was either Tyrese's death or Bob's. But we told them all to stay together. And they were crossing the bridge. And this walker comes at them. And Sasha, on her own, decides she's going to try and take the walker out. Mm-hmm. And she ends up the chain reaction, and they all, like, tumble down off the bridge or whatever, the walker. Oh, yes, yes. What Tara did in this episode, trying to go, you know, going off to kill Dwight, I, to me, that, rem- that was very reminiscent of that. I thought it was incredibly foolish. It jeopardized the team. But if I'm really going to peel it all the way back, and, you know, uh, that was... That was irresponsible on Daryl or Rosita. I think Daryl's probably in charge of everybody right now. Why mm-hmm. are you going to put the woman who right. is the girlfriend of the person this guy killed? Why are y'all putting them together? Right. You know she's got yes. trigger finger. If right. anything, Rosita should have been on Dwight and tap Daryl should have kept Carol with the team. Right. So to, a little bit of sloppy writing on that part. And I guess if they wrote Tara better. You know, you could feel what she's going through. Like, oh yeah, I'm pissed. I'm angry. I want to get, you know, I want to mm-hmm. get killed, um, kill my girlfriend. Which, hey, I understand that. But either is, I'm at the point like, okay, get over, get over it already. We know he killed your girlfriend. We got to mm-hmm. move. Forward. Uh, maybe just because they're not either not fleshing her out enough because. We're, I remember when Tara first came to the show. Remember, she wasn't doing nothing to sell wolf tickets. Remember? She yeah. was with the governor, wasn't she? Yeah, she was with the governor. Because her girlfriend, her girlfriend was, you know, her girlfriend could show and prove. But Tara was all like, yeah, uh, I'm a former soldier, whatever. And the girl came up to her and she was like, uh-uh, you can't do shit. You know, and they, <laughs> they, they ended up clicking together. So Tara's always been more, you know, bark than bite. But now she's, you know, of course... She's got bloodlust because she wants to avenge her, her you know, her dead her lover. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but did, I'm sorry. Did you did you did you notice Pam when um when they were getting ready to go into the swamp and Rosita looked at Tara and Dwight like I know what you're gonna do. Ah. Uh, but she went into the swamp anyway and left her there with Dwight. 
Yeah, basically saying, hey, I'm going to, I'll give you this pass. So again, she's another person who was putting the team in jeopardy. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I took it when Dwight bolted, he was basically giving, trying to save her Tara, you know, basically saying, I, I figured he thought, okay, at some point they're going to come this way and they find both of us, you know, we're, we're done dealing. But mm-hmm. if I go out here and pretend I was hiding, hey, you know, I can draw them away and let her get saved. I think she's probably still going to try and kill him at some point. Uh, he, yeah, he. I think he already knows that's what's going to happen because they've all alluded to that many times. Daryl's even said it. Okay, you're going to get us through this issue, but once we're done with that, all bets are off. He's already knowing that. But I feel like he was just trying to preserve his life, of course, running from mm-hmm. her. But when it came time and they heard those other saviors, I think he did that to kind of save the group and Tara. Yeah. Yes. Not so much himself. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like Dwight. I'm annoyed that we're even having to spend this much time with this old mug, ugly mug. Yeah, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. But since you're going to show me this shit, make it mean something. And I don't feel, I don't believe what he's talking about. I don't believe that. And this is the thing that pisses me off about The Walking Dead. He's done killed up a bunch of your people. He's been with them. Now, whether he's wanted to or not is besides the point. He's done it. And yet you're working with him. I don't believe mm-hmm. that this would happen. I really don't. I think as soon as we would have got out of that situation, pa-pow, pow, like Tara said, why are we still working with this motherfucker? But does, totally. does it not go to that underlying theme, which I think, Probably, like I said, around season five, after the dumpster debacle got lost, the whole thing about revisiting revisiting redemption and forgiveness and betrayal. Because remember, in the new world, when everything's topsy-turvy, you know, how do you deal with stuff like this? I think that's what they're going for, but they're not doing a very good job of executing it because they're they're leaving out pieces. Because you're right. If I was Dwight, I would have booked in the beginning because... You mean, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just going to stick around and help you because I know at the end of this, you're going to put a bullet or an arrow in my head? Yeah. Hell no. I'm going to try and save myself. But the show isn't doing a good job of no. just filling in the, the, the blanks, you know, mm-hmm. of, you know, what it means to, you know, what it means to forgive and what it mm-hmm. means. How do you coexist? I mean, uh, like I, I mentioned that I caught the tail end of the episode 10 and as I'm sitting there watching Negan, one, I'm shocked because I'm like, he's making a whole hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> and I thought, I'm, I'm like, if they play Negan like this and just don't lean so heavy on, you know, the one-liners and the dipping and doing, I saw him doing some of that. Mm-hmm. If they focus on the internal, on the, the emotional part of it, you got some good drama there. Because when he was telling Rick, hey, your son is dead because of you. That was hard to hear yeah. as a fan, Rick. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was like, shit. That's true. He, he, he telling the truth. Yeah. And, and see, if they could focus on that, and they, they lost their way somewhere around season five. I think they're kind of trying to get back, but I don't mm-hmm. know who wrote this one or who wrote that one. I didn't. Girl, I wasn't even trying to read that. I was going to ask if you had the research. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying. I was just like, God, get me through this episode. I know, that's right. You know, it would it would be, you know, you're definitely, I totally agree about the the writing of the characters because 
the thing about people is they're not just one dimensional. They're right. just not all good or all, right. all bad. Mm -hmm. There's a mixture going on there, but they keep trying to make people cardboard cutouts. Exactly. You know, and mm -hmm. and you know, and if you're gonna switch to another type of human being, you know, from good to bad or bad to good, there has to be something showing your process of how you got there. You know, not just saying, Well, he killed my daddy or he killed my this. I'm a I'm a bad person now. I'm gonna go flip flip my switch and go shoot a bunch of people or, you know, the opposite. So that's what makes it so difficult to watch too is that we're not dum dums. We know that people are a mixture. They're not all good or bad. Right. And, but I don't understand why the writers cannot not understand that, you know, and do a better job of when they did before. I yeah. think it, it's just frustrating. Who you have as writers, you, you brought up a good point. Like now when you back in the day when you were watching Walking Dead what would you tell people about the show when you when you, people say, ooh, I don't want to watch that show. It's about zombies. How would you describe Walking Dead to people back when it was good? It was oh, about people. Yeah. I've always said it's about exactly. a, a core group of people who have been put together. They're not family, but they've mm -hmm. been put together and have become a family to survive this apocalypse. And it's about right. the relationships mm -hmm. between the people as they navigate this new world. Exactly. It was exactly. About, it was a it was a character study, and the zombies were you know secondary. Mm -hmm. Now somewhere it's flipped, which take nothing away. I mean, I'm, I know we got to have zombies, but the focus with whoever were the I, I know Gimbal's not the showrunner anymore, but whoever the Thank people. Thank God. Yes, <laughs> take a drink on that one. I think he is for this season. <laughs> <laughs> is he? I thought he got. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he will be for the next season. But this has already been recorded and done and edited and ready, so he's mm -hmm. effectively still the showrunner for season eight. He's made well, all those decisions, yeah. you know. Whatever they yeah. now, they've gotten away from the the human drama. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you know, all over the place. We're either doing. We're either about the special effects. Ooh, swamp zombies, naked zombies, you know, whatever. Or you're about um, not so much character, but the hype. Because, you know, everybody knew Negan was, you know, you know, he was the big shit in the comics. And they, they, they've gotten away from the human drama. And now they're trying to tell it like, you know, I guess Carl's vision for the future was, hey, good or bad, we got to exist together. Because, you know, we're all going, mm -hmm. that dream. Ain't no fucking way. Negan and Eugene back at the table. After Thank what they, you. Hello. Hell no. Hello. But, but if you think about what it was in its, in its inception, you go, well, shoot. Hey, we got to What the song say? That Sly and the Family Stone song? We got to live together? So no, it's... No. No, we don't. No, we don't. You, if if but, you are living still after all that, then I'm moving somewhere else. No, there's no way. Yes. Mm -mm. Not after you did all that stuff, bashing people's heads in, and hey, uh, making my life a misery and stealing from me, basically. And Tasha had a good point. She goes, she think. I think she said she thinks of Negan, Negan as a businessman. It's like, hey, I don't want to do these things. But I do these things to keep you in line to get you to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Now, if I agree with his execution, what he did, 
But at the beginning, at, at the end of the day, hey, he, he told Rick, if you would have acted right, I wouldn't have had to done nothing. Done nothing. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? What did say? Zombie, zombie Scotty kept saying that Carl said, but Dad, you stabbed 30 people in the head in their sleep. <laughs> 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 and hey, he should be lucky. Like you said, yep. Rick, that was kind of iffy when Rick went back. Like, you know, remember even Glenn was having issues with it, like saying, mm-hmm. who I can do this. I mean, they sleep and yeah. they help, you know, and they never really kind of explained why Rick did that, which leads me to an well, observation. I think perhaps we could be seeing the deconstruction of Rick, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait till that was, you know, the, what the eighth season to do it. But cause that scene where at the end of episode 10 that I got to see where he's there just wandering in the fields, listening to what Negan's saying. Yeah. And I, I say he's on his way if he isn't already to being a broken man because homeboy was throwing some hard truths at him. Now, hey, everybody, somebody's got to be the big, you know, the the head big Kahuna. Negan's saying if you would have just did what I asked, none of this would would have happened. You know, Rick mm-hmm. was the hey, Rick was the big swinging dick in his neck of the woods, but then he came upon another guy with one, and Negan's like, yeah. no, they of us, one of us has got to bow down. I think the difference is. Negan was willing to go through Rick at his core. Rick is a good man at his core. So he's not mm-hmm. like Negan. But Negan's like, Negan's kind of all Godfather S. Don't take it personal. It's business. You know? Yeah. But Rick, he, he, it was out of character, I think, for him. It's almost like, yeah, you know, he, they never, they never took from people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord, like the trash people. <laughs> yeah, he only did things to protect his family. Those That's people. the only reason mm-hmm. he did it. And he went out of character with that. Now, he didn't have to do that to stay at Hilltop or wherever, Alexandria or wherever the hell. They didn't have That's to do that. Sharp. They decided remember? to do that. That's where it yeah. started. I remember being shocked when he tells, when they pull up on Alexandria, he's like something... Oh, they were already there, and he goes, "If they don't get right, what we're gonna take we're it gonna over?" We're gonna take it. Yep, that's what we're what gonna said. take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, this is a different side of Rick. So yeah, they're kind of all over the place. They 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 need to make it a little more cohesive. And I but- get that part when it's because he's trying to make a life for his children, yeah. but they went away from that with that whole season. Because remember, that was a season of. Trick hoe number five oh, yeah. and Deanna and Pete and all that bullshit. Wait, it, which one is number five? Is that the blonde chick? The, yeah, yep. the haircut chick. Super oh, cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't like her. She was messing with my man. Thank you. I don't like her either. But but my, this is my point. That's my point. So that would have made sense him coming up on Alexandria when they first got somebody's wrestling. I can hear it. Oh, it's me. Okay. Um, when they running up on Alexandria for the first time and he's like, okay, they're going to get right. Are we going to take this shit over? That makes sense because you're trying to make sure that your children are safe and your new family, your family, which are the people you're with now are safe. But then when you get up in there, you doing all this other bullshit, that's not going to keep your family safe. You're fucking with this woman who's married. You, mm-hmm. He got a damn temper problem. Uh, you fucking with... <laughs> You, you fucking with the, uh, the, the mayor of the damn city. And then somebody come tell you that, um, there's some people over there taking shit. And you say, okay, we're going to go take care of it for you. 
what in any of that shit is taking care of your two children none of it and that's when it no, went off of it. against what rick really was at the at the core of his character which was that's all about cool. keeping his family safe he went off because they wanted to do this cute little storyline with this chick and her mm-hmm. and her kids we don't give a fuck that was so unnecessary unnecessary Ugh. glad they got mm. it unnecessary and i think what they tried to do and uh, you know i said this when it happened it was too fucking quick for him and michonne to get together but hey but they did that because they was trying to placate everybody who was fucking disgusted Mm, they're trying to get back at least that's my opinion they were trying to get back to okay well that didn't work well let's just put this in here real quick because it was too damn fast but do you think that was that it could have been like a fake out like they did with glenn because a lot of people were saying, oh, is he going to get together with Michonne? Is he going to get together with Michonne? And then they bring up this chick mm-hmm. and kind of like a fake out. No, nope. maybe it could have been that. No, it was canon from the comics because they, um, what's her name? What's her name? It wasn't, it was Jesse, wasn't it? Or Jessica, Jesse. Yeah. She mm-hmm. and her kid died on the show the way they did in the comics. Rick and what's her face were, Rick and uh, Jesse were a thing in the comics. The thing was, there was people, you know, because Rick and Michonne aren't together in the comics, not giving anything away. But people were like, come on, look at this chemistry. You got to get them together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were. I don't think the show was prepared for the backlash, the people not, you know, wanting Rick with Jesse. But for me, I I was always wanting, okay, yeah, give us Michonne. But for me, it was, I think maybe for a lot of people, it was about the character of Rick. You suddenly got him thrown with this woman. They they did it too fast. He had spent, remember, the whole season before, a couple of seasons, being about what protecting his family. Suddenly he's handing his baby over to strangers. Yes. Up in his space with mm. their assistant. Yes. And who bit out somebody's throat, remember? Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. The character. And I think you're right. Was it you, Kim, or was it you, Sister Jay, that said they gave us uh, Rashawn to placate? The viewers who were like, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm done, son. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. You know, I think that's where they they kind of. And that's where it went off. Yeah. That season is the start of the end to me because that was when they went way off book. Now, they went off book with some other characters, too, but they were side characters. This is the first time I can. Well, maybe not the first time, but it was the most. Uh recognizable or obvious time that they went way off with Rick mm-hmm. and what he fundamentally does with his family at, from the beginning of the damn show. The whole show has been about getting back with his family and then once he found mm-hmm. them making sure they were safe and then one half of a fucking season you fucked that up. Mm-hmm. Having him do shit that didn't even pertain to what he was as a character and now you now you've done messed up two other seasons trying to get back from that or to whatever the fuck you're trying to do i don't even know but i don't even obviously gimple or whoever was writing this shit didn't give a fuck what we wanted they wanted to do what they wanted and it, it was not right it was not good and now we're sitting here in this bullshit show <laughs> you know <laughs> and they, wait wait they still don't got it right because guess what they still doing they have what? a whole motherfucking episode with motherfucking father fucking gabriel 
brick ass face fucking Dwight that I don't fucking care about. I don't give a fuck about Gabriel. Let his motherfucking ass die. And I really was pissed off to no end when they, he magically hears something and goes to this mm-hmm. cabin and this cabin's got a radio. It's got fucking antibiotics. Well, so now he's remember, gonna be fucking his vision sad. is compromised, so I guess his other senses were heightened. That's how I guess it's supposed. <laughs> his ass was be- almost blind, and he's Thank gonna you. see all this stuff. He's seeing all this. Wait, he 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 can't even see, but yeah, he can shoot a motherfucking. He walker. can walk. Yeah, he can yeah. in the head. He can lead <laughs> the way <laughs> to this fucking place. I'm like, really, people? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, all these little supposed signs that he is um ordained or or whatever the fuck it is that he's supposed to be showing that you know i have faith and and -hmm. god's gonna protect us and lead us on our way and i know this is my plan this is the reason why i'm here no motherfucker it's because these riders are stupid very dumb and i can't stand it very and it's too bad because he could have been a very very good character but again Mm -hmm. They dropped the ball on a whole bunch of storylines with him, and I don't care. He went against our core group, so I really don't care. You know? Oh, I didn't like him from the very beginning. When they found his ass in the woods on that rock, I was like, okay, y'all need to just leave his ass there. Thank you. And y'all be a problem. Remember, you almost got Michonne and Carl killed. That's what pissed me the fuck yeah. off. I was okay with him finding him on the rock, but as soon as he almost got them killed, he led all those damn walkers back to the to the church. And then when we found mm-hmm. out what really happened, I was like, okay, no, I'm done with him. And ever since then, and then when they got to Alexandria, and he's rat rat attack tatting about, oh, Rick ain't nothing, he ain't shit, he didn't, he he's not right. Oh, that yeah, even yeah. solidified it for me. And yeah. then all of a sudden. All of a sudden, last season, Rick trusts him again and even got him protecting Judith. I'm like, really? No consistency, <laughs> really? Again, maybe the writers trying to do that thing where there's, because let's face it, everybody can't be Rick or Michonne no, or Maggie or even Negan. So they're saying, okay, the, the rest of us, because, girl, trust me, if it was the zombie apocalypse, my ass is probably grass. Because everybody's not, you know, going to be strong. I, now, I ain't no Father Gabriel. Let's get it straight now. Uh-uh. I ain't going to be snitching. And I'm talking about from a physical perspective. Okay, thank God. Oh, honey, my motto is I run when chased. So if I got to get away from these walkers, I, I probably have a good, I'll probably be good for, a, you know, maybe half a mile. But, oh, if these, if these were those 28 days later, walker. Kiss my ass goodbye, girl. I would die. But I think what they may be trying to do is show the people who are what morally weak or whatever you want to call it that, hey, everybody, because I was wondering what the hell they got him around for. He did something awful. He let his entire, you know, he let yes. his litigation die. But again, perhaps it was that whole redemption angle, you know, saying, hey, Everybody's not going to be decisive and strong, and you know. Okay, um, I get that. For, yeah, for, I for get three it. Three seasons, exactly. I mean, That's what Eugene is for. That's what Eugene is for, and they can oh. get rid of him too. Thank you. He, he's a. Useless. That's what that big ass fucking Tobin is for, who don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, they should change this show from The Walking Dead to the Don't Do Shit because they got <laughs> people on here. 
that like you but said, I, do shit. I got a good. question though, since we're on Gabe, you know when they're at that cabin, him and the doc, and the doctor opens the door and finds that walker handcuffed to the bed with the pills all over the floor. Yeah. With yeah, a plastic <laughs> bag on his head. How mm-hmm. does that happen? Oh, uh, ooh. Well, well, no, you think about it. You put the plastic bag on your head. That's horrible. Okay. And then handcuff yourself. But again, the. Well, I didn't get that either because to me, if you're going to kill yourself, you're not handcuffing yourself to the bed. Yeah. So in my opinion, that was kind of suspect too because I'm like, um, that means somebody killed him? Right. That's what it seemed like to me. Who? But there were pills on the floor too, remember? Yeah, there were. So were they trying to get their stash? Was he handcuffed to the bed? He he was handcuffed. Hmm. What was the whole point of handcuffing? Because it's like, oh, maybe they knew they turned. Or whatever, so so he couldn't get away. I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, so he couldn't hurt that somebody. Make... Yeah, so maybe he get it. maybe he knew he would turn into a walker, but he didn't want to go hurt anyone. So he said, "Well, I'll just handcuff myself so that when I turn, I can't get up and go do something." But what are the pills for? I my I to was kill thinking himself. he right, and but what do you need to put the plastic bag on your head? See, that's for. a good point. See, there you go. I don't know. That's I don't. A good I was confused. Like I mean, you tried I, to kill yourself in eight different ways. I don't understand. <laughs> well, okay, this one don't work. Let's try this. One. And if that I mean, bag don't work, let me cut myself. To I the... ain't never seen a suicide like that. I mean, I don't. That's would a good you use point. multiple methods. That's a good. So point. I was very confused by that. Like you're gonna do pills plus a plastic bag. And was hmm. that? I guess that was the house that that was the guy whose house they were at that it killed yeah. himself or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, if you I'm, hang, I understand the handcuffs, but I don't understand the plastic bag and the pills. Yeah. And then too, hey, you got a good point because that plastic bag looked like it was tied. So how mm-hmm. you put a bag around your own head unless he had a string like a drawstring or whatever? You hear we're, we're here dissecting this suicide. I, I mean, I'm just curious. I'm yeah, like, but it, it, it makes you wonder. Okay, so usually in shows, every single second is precious to tell your story. Yes. What did that have to do with the story and, and progressing whatever was happening along to show us I, this walker tied to this bed with a plastic bag and a bunch of pills? Yeah, I, was, I didn't get that at all. Is it, you was know, it what shock I, value? It would, exactly, cause hey, hey, Walking Dead is all about a cash, we got like a cash cow. They probably did it for you know shock value or uh, as a gimmick, and also what think about it, he'll have some creative name on the Talking Dead when they talk, like you know, Suicide Walk or you know, Plastic Bag Walker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it had no purpose other than to get people talking. It did. It didn't do anything to further the it story. It didn't do anything. No, it was so. just. It made, I, the, it made the therapist and me go, "What the ham sandwich are they doing? <laughs> this makes no sense." And this whole show makes no sense. Yeah, thank you. No. And see, it's like they're just throwing walkers in to throw them because, like, the very, very beginning scene where they're um, stuck in that car, or whatever, or they're stops on the side uh, of the road or whatever and that yes. walker with the chain comes by mm-hmm, what was mm-hmm. the reason for the walker with the chain i don't know because they didn't yeah. they didn't use the train they didn't use a chain for anything they didn't do nothing else mm-hmm. except later 
after the credits that came back and he was dead by the side of the road. So that didn't have no so all it, reason. Oh, you know what? I think it was because when Gabriel was in the car and, and like Pam was saying, like his other senses, so he was hearing stuff. He heard it. He heard the walk. I heard chains or something. He heard the chain. So they knew that he was coming. So I guess then the doctor killed him. So I think that's what that was about. He couldn't see for shit, but he heard it. Because remember, he's he's looking out the car door, squinting like, what's that? What's that? (sighs) Yeah. So that's what that was about. But I mean. Then one of the walkers, too. Because remember that whole little, what, not minefield, but with the. What do you call those the things? Bear the, traps. Bear, the bear traps. traps. Yeah, wasn't the thing missing part of a leg? I think he was missing part of his leg. Oh, yeah, you know what? It. I didn't put that together. Okay, that yeah. makes sense then. That makes sense. But yeah. I was going to say, you got to pull pretty with a quite a bit of, you know, tenacity to, you know, to shred your leg like that. Then I remembered if they're walkers, they're probably yeah. kind of anyway yeah yeah it doesn't all it takes is one good pull i'm yeah. glad you said that pam because that makes me feel better because that makes sense now why he was it had a chain on had it. the chain yeah that yeah. makes sense because they're close yeah. to that bear trap place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense now Whew, see? the other shit don't <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank other you things. and then okay why did we have to go through a swamp i don't understand Shotgun. Did you guys notice the the view from the top on that swamp? The first view, it looked like a puddle. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually right up now. So let me check that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's very deep, like you said. Yeah, it looked like a little puddle. Like I don't know. I mean, the, the first view when they go from the top and they look down, it was like. Why is it so little? But then later when they showed it, it was this big it's old huge like river yeah. area. I know it's yeah, um I think I remember this from Talking Dead. I, I don't watch the show, but what I watch sometimes Talking Dead, so you'll be on there. It was a man they um they made that pond or whatever yes. to film it in. I can tell. Very swampy look, did it? It didn't really. No, it looked no. like somebody filled up a pool or something with water and threw yeah. some plants and dirt. Thank in it. you. I don't be like, why are y'all trying to go Because do they got swamps <laughs> in Virginia? Yep. Okay. Well then, all right. <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where you was going. <laughs> no, I was like, well, are there swamps in Virginia? Because I mean, why couldn't they just say we gotta go through the river, or the creek, or something? They do actually. They there's like some areas like they have parkland and they have like um, swamp. It's some kind of parks with swamps or bogs. I don't know what the difference is, but they do have those areas in Virginia mm-hmm. that are part of the parks. Mm-hmm. That would yep. be nasty too. Mm-hmm. But again, why did we have to go through all that? Uh, to me, it was just a waste. It, the, all the Father Gabriel shit was a waste and all of the walking through the swamps and Dwight was a waste. I guess they were trying to say that instead of going around the woods or through the woods that the saviors might see them. Because remember all the stuff with the map mm-hmm. that um, they were looking at the map and Negan didn't want to use that area because of the swamp. He thought it was too dangerous for his people. So... um 
they didn't want to have anything to do with the swamp. So, but I don't know. I wouldn't have trusted Dwight. <laughs> I would have been able to trust Dwight, what he was saying with no, that. But me neither. That, I think that's what all that was about. And so Daryl decided to believe him about the swamps and go through the swamp so that they wouldn't have to run into any saviors. Speaking of Dwight, part of me keep in the beginning when, um, you know, he was like, I'll, I'll give you the signal, you know, when you can shoot and stuff when I, whatever time it was, they were trying to start a fight. Cause you know, the same, it's the same formula. Find yourself in a difficult situation. We have a fight with the, uh, you know, with our nemesis, there's explosions and shootings, blah, blah, blah. But when, when Dwight was leading them back, I guess to Alexandra, part of me kept going, what if he's like a double spy, you know, just mm-hmm. to get yeah. there. And every now and then I, I think that, but then I stop myself and go, honey, you watching Walking Dead, not Game of Thrones. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I thought about it, I said, would it, wouldn't it be interesting if, you know, it was like, you know, it was a double, triple, whatever spy that he was doing this to get them to bring them to Negan all along but then they they can't do that they can't play the long game like that you know they Mm-mm. i don't think they have the patience for it so it just leaves you kind of like you know nervous and going okay is he is he legit or is he you know is he working for the other side and then that third mm-hmm. option do i really care anymore nope we got too many people on the canvas too many you know i think oh. what it seems to me they're doing with this show is I think they realized, I don't know if they realized it at season seven, midway through, but it's almost like they realized they backed themselves into a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, people ain't feeling because, you know, Glenn, you killed Glenn, even though we knew Glenn had to die, but it was how you just jerk people around about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. since then, on the one hand, trying to dig themselves out, but on the other hand, too, like, hey look what I can do with these zombies and all these everything seems to be for if not shock value just you know like somebody said oh they're trying to be artistic no your days to be artistic were like you know seasons one through five because yeah I'll fuck everything up fake people out of Lynn and even when there's good storytelling it's almost got to be exceptional to erase that bad taste in your mouth that because when I was watching, I'm going, this could be good. And I'm like, yeah, but this is the same show that jerked you around. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Glenn being, yeah. don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. What happened? I'm, I, I got the screen paused and I'm looking at that, that zombie with the big ass plastic bag over his head because I thought it was just a little one. It looks like <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a trash bag. I didn't realize that. It's a clear bag, but it's, <laughs> it's a clear bag, but it's big. Like you can probably pick like a couple of bunches of collard greens in it, kind of. That's fine. But I don't. I'm serious. Oh my gosh! There's tape on the floor. I uh, see. There you go, Kim. There was another method. He was, and he's got a gun on him. What? So, what the heck? What the hell? Pills. Okay, I think he must have used tape to tape uh-huh. the plastic bag on his head. He got okay. a gun. There's pills on the floor. And oh, girl, he got drunk before he tried to kill himself because I see there's a bottle. <laughs> 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 a bottle of wine or vodka. Or 
oh, that. Lord. If that shit don't work, I'm going to do this. If that shit don't work, I'm going to do this. Oh. But he must have been, like, you know, scurrying and struggling about a bit because there's marks on his wrist, I guess, from where he was, like, you know, struggling when he came back to life or whatever. He was struggling mm-hmm. with the, um, the handcuffs oh, or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, he tried, uh, John, the, bread is, the bed is up on bricks. It's amazing what you notice when you uh, freeze something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. ridiculous. I mean, that has no really bearing on anything. No. That whole story was just thrown mm-hmm. in there to save Father Motherfucking Gabriel, which we don't care. Don't they threw that piece of house in there and that damn zombie in there just so that we could have some fucking antibiotics to save him. And then yep. get the and doctor the, And none of the pill and the antibiotics he just happened to find himself <laughs> in the side table. Yeah, right. just Blind with his blind, blind ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always oh. thought vegan. He killed you, so the doctor got dead. But why did why why he let Gabriel live when he bring him back? Or are they gonna say, well, you were sick and you didn't know you couldn't well, escape? Me. The doctor died because he reached for that dude's gun. Why well, well, shoot him? Why is Negan still? Why does he still have Gabriel alive now that he's back? Why didn't he kill him? Why did he, you know, beat him up field or again? That's, that's I don't understand any of it. Thank you, but again, this is why Negan is not that fucking scary because he don't want to kill nobody, and then yep. he kills random people for no reason. So it's just the way they're writing him to me. It makes no fucking sense. No, but can we talk about that part about the doctor? Why did the doctor reach for the gun? I don't know because I guess he thought that that they could shoot their way out. <laughs> Yes. Oh, is his ass? He's a doctor, not a marksman. So Thank how was he going to shoot all those people? Thank you. With a with a blind ass man. Thank in the back you. Of the truck. How far was he going to get with Doctor Magoo with him, my father? Magoo with him? <laughs> <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too remember, he almost lost his ankle with that bear trap. So. Yes, he couldn't Jeez. even run or walk. So that didn't make sense. It made no sense. sense. It didn't make no kind of sense. And he knew that Negan was not going to kill him because they didn't have no other doctor. Exactly. Because he threw the other one in the oven. His brother. Thank you. Yeah. That was so stupid, too. Stupid. I I have to tell y'all, though, that when Father Gabriel started crying in the back of that truck and they were driving away, I burst out laughing. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I thought it was so funny, was and funny. I know it wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be at all, but it was hilarious. Are <laughs> like, you talking about crying? <laughs> now, I, don't know if, I, I have a habit of watching TV with the captions on. I've just gotten so used to it. They don't, you know, mm. I don't even notice them. Well, show you how predictable Walking Dead is. You know, after that, they take Father Gabriel away. You get the scene where Maggie's at Hilltop and she realizes mm-hmm. it's Rick. And then what do I see across my screen? Somber music playing. And I'm like, but of course it's going to be somber music. Because what? He's about to tell everybody. Little baby Carl, LBC. You know. Mm-hmm. And I guess, well, at that point, I guess they gave the audience some credit for being intelligent. Daryl didn't have to, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have the audio. Daryl didn't have to say Carl's dead because, you know, he comes up upon her, mm-hmm. excuse me, Carol, my favorite character, not, and you know, he's like, 
I, I saw him mouth the word Carl, you know, and yeah. then Carol's like, and then you cut to Enid, who she's all, you know, broken up. Well, shit, she had a better reaction than Rick. That's what my thought was. I was like, I was like okay, what? finally some people are fucking reacting because even mm-hmm. Daryl and them didn't even fucking react. I mean, I'm just really no. annoyed that when Carl died, ain't nobody was sniveling. Nope, nobody. Everybody Michonne was, was like, the only oh, one. Oh, well. And then Rick's yeah. looking all fucking lost like he does. But even Rick's expression to me didn't match. It didn't. But this scene at least gave us some people that were grieving over his ass. But could it be that Rick is just so numb to everything that's going on? Or is he um, preparing to nut up, you know, getting ready to take another trip to crazy town? You know, it could be that, you know, because remember he tells, oh, that's the next episode. He tells <laughs> Daryl, thank you. I'm a, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be okay I or whatever. Mean, I, I, I feel like, yes, Rick would be numb, but he would have mm-hmm. more emotion or something than he had. Then there's this mm-hmm. lost expression that he does all the time anyway when something's happening with his kids. So yeah. we need to get into a new expression, direct him differently or something, but they wrote it that way. It's not Andrew Lincoln's fault. I mean, they wrote it that way, obviously, to where he would be like this spaced out whatever but to me it just didn't ring true it didn't match it didn't yeah, match it didn't match it didn't, okay. didn't match it. again uh so knew that carl had died right because they're showing the scene where they're telling the people at hilltop and i guess maybe he's just reacting to everybody else reacting to carl's death maybe that's it because for a minute he looked surprised too. i'm like who you was there no. Well, see, uh, Sadiq was with Daryl and them going through the yeah. fucking swamp. So I think he was just yeah. reacting to their yeah. reaction because he's new to all those people. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I think he probably was like, oh, looking at Enid like, wow, she really had a close relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, that was what I took it to mean that he was like, wow. He's yeah. Sadiq because, you know, rightly or wrongly, Rick is going to blame See, that's why I, it, it's going to suck to be Sadiq if Rick takes the trip to Crazy Town, because he's going to uh, eat for his son's death, even though he told Negan he was helping someone, you know, because that's what that's what you do in the zombie apocalypse or what have you. So Carl was still showing he had his humanity, but you can't tell me at some point Rick is going to is not going to take his frustrations out. You know, on the young man, he's got to feel, you know, antsy because everybody loved this kid. Because mm-hmm. he tells Maggie later, he's like, thank you, you know, for your hospitality. And she goes, no. And he, she goes, it's, like, it's not much. He goes, no, but it, it means a lot. You know, because hey, you took somebody in who, you know, was out there wandering by themselves. And see, they've gotten away from that. If they would stick to the humanity portion of the story. Because mm-hmm. that examination, would you bring somebody in? Would you not? You know, do you remember what how I, I hate to keep jumping back to old episodes, but in, this show is so shitty right now. You have to almost <laughs> remember that time when they went on the run. Rick, little baby Carl, rest in peace. Oh, I ain't got no more drink to drink for Carl. My beer is all gone, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'll sip some more. I'm going to go get another beer. Um, <laughs> Rick, Michonne, and Carl, they went on that run in the town. Remember when uh, that's the run where Michonne gets the little ugly cat teddy bear for Carl and he yeah, gets the picture? Yeah, because he wants to go back to get that picture of his mom. Mm-hmm. 
Remember on the way in, they passed that guy on the road. Help, help. Yes. Yep. That was cold. When they headed back into town, all you saw was his backpack because the walkers had done got to him. Yeah. Yep. That, that um brother Ray said, even from what from the eyes to the thighs or whatever. <laughs> that was he was talking about Lori on that one. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing no big fat Walker. Yes, well, you need to go back to the episode where she died, and yes. on, in that same room, this Walker had a big ass protruding stomach, and he had hair out of his teeth. It was disgusting. It was nasty. <laughs> It was so And gross. she was gone. I mean, she was nothing she was, was left. She was gone. Wasn't no bones, it was nothing. No, All that was left nothing. was so burp. But yet you no. talk the humanity thing. Remember, they, they left him going on the way in. When they came back, they saw he was there. The, there was nothing left but the backpack. They stopped that car, got out, and got the backpack. Because, hey, yep. you they backed right up. <laughs> Will you help people? Will you not? And basically, Rick, Rick and Michonne were both like, we can't afford to stop. Mm. You know, it, they need to get back to that, the storytelling. Walking Dead has lost. They have failed to acknowledge a key element of whether it's, you know, daytime drama, whether it's primetime. Story trumps character. And what they're doing, is they're making it all about the characters. No, no, no. You, the characters are there to serve the story, not the other way around. And that's what they that's what they've fallen into in my opinion. It's all about, you know, oh, let's highlight, you know, Negan with all his, you know, his little witty one-liners or whatever. Or let's bring more characters on. No, focus on your core group and build a story around them. Yeah. They lost their way from that. that well, because think- we have 50,000 characters now. So exactly. there's yep. no time to tell stories because we got to get to all these fucking characters in all these locations. Mm-hmm. And bringing all these yep. people in. So they decide when they want to adhere to the comics, when they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and time, too. That's one of the notes I made. I, I don't know if y'all noticed this. I'm curious. as we We're always asking how much time has elapsed in this particular season. I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed, but the scene where Maggie tells the prisoners that um, something what I don't know if she told them she was cutting their rations, but um, Weasley Gregory was like Weasel situation. I love Xander Berkeley. He plays the world. Yeah, he does. I swear. He's like, she's like, evacuation. He goes, yeah, you know, please run, save yourself. <laughs> but that other guy, he asked Maggie, he says, um, he said, um, he goes, well, what about letting us out? Let, you know, let me out for good behavior or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he said, last night you took one of our men. So did anybody catch that? Yeah, I heard it, and I was like, "What does that mean?" The only one day has you see has a last. You guys, that's it. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It's been this, one day. It's been yep. one day. That's what oh, I've been fuck. saying all fucking season. This oh, whole fuck. battle and everything has been in that tops three to four days long. So that's tops. why she's still pregnant. That's why she ain't got no baby. Exactly. Yet. That's what I keep saying. Mm-hmm. Is that's why she's not showing because it's only been a mm-hmm. week. Or two. They sure feel like 800 years. So how it long does. has it been since Glenn and Abraham died then? See, I think it's been a couple months since they died. But it's only been a, about a week top since this battle where they were shooting at Negan and shit. Yeah. And so Carl yeah. got bit when they were doing their other little plan. And, and, and they just got back. So, I mean, he died in a day, basically. But yeah, yeah, it's taken us three episodes to get to that day. 
Yeah, it seemed like it was three days before it took him to die, mm-hmm. actually die from mm-hmm. the bite. Yeah. And the perfect segue, you said you die in a day. Another uh, one of my notes. Um, apparently, now, does Eugene know that everybody's infected? Remember when Rick told the core group, we're all infected? So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether or not you get bit. If you die, you turn. You don't have mm-hmm. to get bit to mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. So does Eugene know that? I ask that because if he knows, has he passed it on to Negan? Because I don't think Negan knows that everyone's infected. And so the key is not to die because he, after he brought Father Gabriel back, that's on the screen right now. And, you know, they're in the bullet making room and he's out, he goes outside. He's, he decides, Eugene tells him, well, I'm behind on making the bullets and I can't stand the way Eugene talks. But he says, we can do a catapult and we can lob Barty parts and stuff over there. Egan goes out front swinging his bat. And, you know, he he, this really gross scene where he hits a walker in the face. And he says, you get bit, some kind of wound, something from them gets in you and you die. And that that made me pause. So I'm like, he doesn't know. He's all. No. Yeah, he doesn't know. So are they going to use, are the writers planning to use that for, or something, I mean, or see, it's little stuff like that. They don't think people be paying attention. I thought he but said just, you die faster. Not that you don't, that you die, but you die quicker because I swear he said quicker or faster or something because I think he does know. I think at this point, everybody does know that no matter how you die, you're turning unless you die yeah. with a head wound. But I thought he said faster, you die faster. Or you That's just, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I like remember everybody being pissed, and that's when I think he made the thing like what I don't think he said it was a dictatorship, but basically they were doing this my way or whatever, because everybody was mad Rick didn't tell them. Like, what do you mean? Where, where we could we could all basically die at any minute? He's like, yeah, basically, yeah, you know. So well, not die at any minute, but that we all have this gene or whatever mm-hmm. it is, or so virus, when we, or, or virus. Yeah. So when yeah. we do die. We're turning. Now, if you get bit, you you die quicker. I mean, when you get yeah. bit, you die on the spot within a, like a day. And then, you, of course, when you die, you turn anyway. So basically it's saying if you get bit or you get some blood on you, which Please. I think that's a bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, then you die. It's like getting mm-hmm. shot or something. And you die a whole lot quicker than you would have normally. And then you're turning anyway because we all turn when we die. Right. Mm-hmm. unless they figure out some way because remember that doctor was it the CDC guy he was working on trying not to reanimate but figure out the breakdown of it how it attacks the nervous system because remember mm-hmm. he said it, or I could be confusing this with uh, I am legend when the guy was trying to keep his wife alive <laughs> but he, he was standing there I remember seeing some kind of scene like little flashes of light in the brain I'm probably talking about I Am Legend, right? But that wasn't his wife that he was trying to... It was just some... uh, It was a patient. Yeah, it was a patient zombie he was just trying to experiment on. It's it's, it's getting too complicated. It's too... Yeah, it's... At any rate, all of a sudden... Let's get to that scene. Uh, We're skipping some more stuff, but we'll come back to it. Get to that scene with Negan. Because now, all of a sudden, what we've been saying for the past however many seasons is now supposedly coming to light. So if you get scratched or if you get some blood on you when you have a cut, you get it in your mouth, now you can be infected. When all these seasons, we've seen these people get blood splashed on them, 
covered yes. up. Ain't nobody got sick or died from it. Until remember then. Walker, the Walker jackets or whatever, the Walker poncho. Yeah. Remember Glenn, um, mm-hmm. having that all on them. Yeah. No, nobody's gotten sick, and so now this is a new thing. So they'll probably come up with something like, "Oh, maybe it mutated or something." I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna weaponize the zombies, the the Walkers. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah, because uh, he's listening to Eugene, right? Because all of a sudden was, Eugene who, knows everything, mm-hmm. and it's not happening until Eugene says it's going to happen. Well, Eugene was shucking and jiving because Negan was mad when he said something about the bullets, like he didn't have a lot of them or something. Mm-hmm. Something was wrong with them. And then he saw Negan's face, and he starts saying, "Well, maybe we can cut them up and lob them and blah blah blah." <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, go ahead. Keep shocking and jiving. Keep doing that dance. He was scared. He better. He better work. So what did Mm y'all think about um, the hilltop scenes with Morgan, Henry, and Carol? Boring. (laughs) I mean, at the very beginning, before Mm -hmm. anybody comes back, and they don't really know all the stuff that's gone on, Henry's salty. He's like, which one? Of, and he's looking at the prisoners. Which one of them killed my brother? And yeah, Carol, but, Carol's like, don't yeah. worry about it. Don't, don't, you don't need to even be worried about that. Go get something to eat. And Morgan's like, well, uh, we should tell him. He'll be fine. Who, who was Henry's brother? I'm lost. Who was Henry's the little brother? kid? The, the young guy that got killed on that run with um, the long hair dude. Okay. Remember when they would go and meet? Gavin and the saviors off site because the king didn't want them coming to the kingdom. Was that this season? No. Mm-mm. No. It was oh, season. that was with uh, poor man's Russell Crowe, right? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, and the long haired kill- dude killed his brother. You know, the teenage kid that was the one that was learning everything from the king. Oh, kind of. That was another one that was following Carol around for some unfathomable reason. Yep. That I don't understand. I know. And then they have this kid following her around. Then she's with him. And she's saying, well, he's just a kid. He doesn't need to know all that. And Morgan's like, we'll tell him. And then at the end, so we don't see them again until the end of the episode when everybody comes back and they all realize Carl's dead, blah, blah, blah. And so obviously Henry's asked, well, how did he die? And so Carol says, well, he was helping someone and got bit. <laughs> and Morgan apparently was irritated because he jumps up and says, you want to know how your brother died and who killed him? Gavin. Yeah. Gavin did it. So basically he lied. <laughs> yeah, he lied to him. He goes, wait, so Gavin didn't kill him? No, no, it wasn't Gavin. It was a long haired dude that's sitting in the pen. Pen. Oh, so he said that's that the kid is creepy. creepy. But stop, Gavin was the guy. At me. Yeah. yeah, Gavin guy, he stuck through the throat, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's telling that so he can. Oh, that's why it makes him. He said, he goes, Gavin killed him. You killed Gavin. Boom. Like, you know, we even. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. Done. It's done. So don't worry about it. You, you already got him. Yeah. yeah and then he left. So I figured, well, he must be leaving to go to Fear of the Walking Dead at this point because yeah. he looked disgusted. <laughs> He's about to go walking. He looked Born. disgusted. He jumped up like he shit. Did. Like fuck this man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like I'm tired of shit. Like, game like my ass stuck over here in America for this shit. Come on. I now. know, right? You done brought me back after all this for this bullshit character. Come Thank on. you. Come on. Yeah. 
And I don't give a shit about Eugene either. They don't give a fuck. Oh my god, Kill him I can't stand already. him. And all this, the, the scene was a waste. Well, why do we even have this girl walking up to him? Hey, Eugene. And he's trying to be all big and bad. Well, go get me my dinner. <laughs> I mean, that had nothing to do with anything. Why are we yeah, I didn't get that either. going through all of this? Stupid. I guess she was supposed to be his helper or something. He's like, you know, hat and gloves in the regulated area, whatever. I'm like, God, I hate that, that voice he uses. Uh, and I don't understand. What are they trying to do with him? Is he an asshole? Or does he want to help them? Because he helped the doc and gave escape. Or is he this jerk that was making all these demands on that ginger girl that came up to him about what he wanted to eat and how he wanted to set up his shop because he's feeling himself and he's still thinking, oh, I'm, I'm Negan and all this other stuff. I don't understand. Is he a, is he a jerk or what? I mean, I think, I think he's a jerk, period, because yeah, I don't like him. I don't like I've him never either. liked him. I don't think trust it. I liked Eugene. him when he was with Abraham, but then when I found out he'd been lying all that time, then I was done with Eugene. That's when you realize Eugene is always going to look out for Hugh Eugene. And right. I don't think it is stupid in that aspect. I see if Eugene was smart, yeah, he should draw this shit out because I think Negan knows that Eugene's number one concern is Eugene. And once he outlives his youth to Negan, he gone. Yep. So oh, yeah. He realizes, you know, a part of him does, but I think he's cocky enough to think that Negan is not him to, you know, how he's wired. Okay, Eugene's going to do whatever it takes to survive, which in one case is admirable, but you don't fuck your people over. So okay, so so I'm going to take part of what I said back about that scene because I did forget that when Negan brought Gabe back in there and was telling him he's going to be an extra set of hands, Eugene said that it was Dr. Carson that helped mm -hmm. Gabe escape. So mm -hmm. he didn't rat out Gabe and say, oh, no, they both, I let them both, or they, they let each other out. Or, he didn't blame it on, on Gabriel. Yeah, Eugene was like, no, it was Dr. Carson. But he so, also saved his own skin because, remember, Negan's going, they managed to escape on your watch well, because Eugene's yeah. the one that let him out. So it's how convenient Carson is dead. So, yeah. He can put the blame on. Yeah. yeah, but he could have said, like, oh, no, they both left. You know, he could have said, like, they both escaped. Because that's what he thought in the first place. But or he could have done that as, like, a, what do you call it? Like an olive branch to Gabriel saying, look, don't wrap me out. Let's just pin this on with his face. Maybe. You know, to save his own skin, he'd be like, you yeah. out. It, yeah, what? but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It kind of, like, it's fuzzy. You know? Yeah. Walking Dead specializes in fuzzy. Yeah, it does. It does. Which is poor writing. Poor. <laughs> poor. Very, very poor writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so I think that's all of everything from episode 11. Which wasn't that. On a scale of 1 to 5, I'd give it. Mm. I'd actually give it a 3. Considering what I've been what we've been dealing with, I'm probably in the minority. I was gonna say two and a half or two and seven, yeah. two point seven five. I'll go with that. I'll go with the lower end of the of the spectrum because it was not. 
There was so there was too much shit that was irritating. Yeah. And too many too much time spent on people we don't fucking care what they're doing. So Yeah. Get back to our core group and then we'll be all right. Yes, I totally agree. Okay, so let's move on to the key. Episode number 12. Okay. There's still six more episodes of this shit left. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Jeez, is it me or does it seem like it's dragging? It's not Uh, six. We only have four. There's only 16 total. Okay, thank you. I'm thinking 18 episodes. Okay. No, no, no. We only got four left. What? I thought this one was better than 11. I thought it was. Yes. enjoyable when you suspend belief <laughs> in some places I think it was better than 11 only in the fact that we didn't see the same people that we don't care about but it started out and I was immediately annoyed because they went back to the yes. extreme close up montage music mm. and mm-hmm. for what reason I still don't know And I've watched I don't it get twice. it either why do we have to be all up in their face why did we have to see Negan grinning and um, what's his name? Dwight. Simon, Simon looking angry and Dwight looking burnt. Why do we even need to be that close to the <laughs> face to see all that? Because it would appear this is the favorite uh, method of filming for Greg Nicotero. He directed this episode. So he did the other ones too with the yeah. Did he do um, the rest of them? I didn't look at the. Um, oh lord! Oh, yeah, I know. Because I'm telling you, we this is episode twelve, eight or nine. I think nine of the episodes have the same style at the very beginning. Who yeah, is letting I, this happen that many times in the same season? <laughs> I don't understand. Do they think that we're we can't see who it is if they just start the show like we don't know who they are? I, I don't understand what that is. That's not even a style. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a good one because it doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I don't understand it either. And in this case, it was short. I mean, thank you for making it uh-huh. short, but why did you even do it in the first place? It was short. So to me, it didn't even pertain to anything. Okay. So it was Dwight, Negan, and Simon, Simon. that they showed in the close-up. Yeah. Okay, so if you think about the show, well, that doesn't make sense either. But if you think about the show, it was mainly about them and the show. But they left out Rick. They left out the ladies. So that doesn't even make sense. You know, I'm trying to help these Bamas, and this ain't working. like okay this is ridiculous and then after we get done with that annoyance we go into a nasty ass scene of them cutting guts that from was all these walkers yeah, I'm thinking, is that. that necessary I could have done without that thank you and dipping their knives in there and that dipping, dipping uh, uh, scooping up all the guts into a bucket and shit and Negan dipping and motherfucking doing and grinning and shinning and shit Without that. And him talking of using sexual references again. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't I don't that, know how you do that while you're cutting up walkers, but guts. he did it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna have that. Um, so nasty. And Simon obviously is annoyed because he's grinning, but as soon as Negan walks away, he's like, mm. Yep, he gave him the side eye and stuff. <laughs> he's throwing on a lot of shade behind yeah. his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, behind uh-huh. his back. Yeah. I think he wants to uh, He wants to be the big man with the bat. But my question is, when Negan was talking all this stuff about, oh, we just want to wound him and all this stuff, I'm like, if I was Negan... These people, meaning Rick and all the rest of them, would have pissed me off, and I would have be wanting to be done with them. Well, I mean, see, they haven't acquiesced to this point. Why would you just bother wounding them? And see, that's what Simon's point is. Why are we still fucking with these people? Yeah. Because well, they don't scare. Mm-hmm. Because I guess that's how Negan manages to be so successful. What? To instilling fear in people, but then uh, was it that episode? Was it that you know? Maybe I'm thinking of the scene with. No, I think it's the scene with Negan when Dwight tells him he goes, not Dwight, but um, what's his face? Simon. The guy tells him he goes, they don't scare. Yep, Simon <laughs> and Dwight. He was telling them. Yeah, was I don't think yeah. this plan is going to work too well because I don't know if you've noticed or not. They they ain't running. They ain't scaring. They don't nope. scare. Nope. They don't. They scare. Know. I mean, how many times does he have to find that out? Right. All the stuff that he's done to them, and they keep coming back, or and they he, they keep defying him. Resilient. So, yes, indeed. They're very resilient It people. makes me think that, the and I actually like the Simon character, because to me, he's more mm-hmm. scary than Negan is. Yes. Oh, I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. But this is what I, it's making me think that they're doing. It's like they're trying to illustrate which is a little late, but they're trying to illustrate that Negan is the more benevolent of leaders because he's not trying to kill everybody up like Simon is. And that if Negan, like Negan, if he's lost and he's no longer leading the place, the directive is, okay, we're just going to kill up everybody because I'm tired of fucking with him. But it it doesn't Um. ring true because you have wasted so much time in between where you could have let us see this, but it wasn't until what we were a year and a half in that we realized that Negan's doing this because he's keeping order, quote unquote, amongst his people. Mm-hmm. He's keeping people safe, and people are resources. Right. Right. Yeah, that doesn't work. If that's what they're doing, it doesn't work Mm-mm. because of all the stuff that Negan has done. He threw a damn man in an oven. He burns people in the face with iron. Mm-hmm. He bashes people's heads in with bats. And not just Glenn um, and uh, Red. Yeah, Abraham. But other people. Tons of people. Because when Rick and them went into that satellite, they found tons of pictures of other people with their heads bashed in. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how they can even try to flip that like that. But I wouldn't put it past them to try to make that comparison or that contrast. I think that's what they're doing. You probably are. And that last episode was not directed by Greg Nicotero. Some guy named Michael. I couldn't make his name out because they have the, uh, they have the words in white against another white background. That's really smart, people. Wow, that's that's real intelligent. Okay. Big sky (laughs) background. And I'm like, I'm driving, sitting here you know, fast forward, Michael, shit, I can't make it, but it wasn't Nicotero. 
He didn't direct episode. Oh, okay. Well, he did 12, right? Yeah, he he gave you the close-ups in this episode, 12. Yeah, because see, in the other one, 11, we didn't have all the close-ups, so I knew he didn't direct it. It was, yeah. So, I just, I hope that's not what they're trying to do, but I feel like that's what they're trying to do, is trying to show, well, yeah, you know what? All this time, Negan really was the better leader, because at least he's killing one or two instead of everybody, but if you let other people take control, they're going to try to kill up everybody. Maybe, maybe they are saying, you know, maybe he's better because they do compare Negan and Rick yeah. all the time, yeah. you know, with their going back and forth, him calling Rick the prick and all this other stuff. And, you know, Rick, you got everybody killed and I never did that, you know, that kind of stuff. I, you know, I saved my people. I helped my people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you may be, that may be what they doing. But and what is that he meant by when he's going, I saved them? What does he mean, kept them safe? He kept going on and on about that. Yeah, because <laughs> remember that episode where um, Father Gabriel, when they, after they shot the place up and he they were in that little trailer with Father Gabriel and they finally got loose and he was telling oh, yeah. Father Gabriel, you know, why he does things, what he does. He's like, look, when I came here, it was terrible. People this people were getting murdered and there wasn't any food and there was no order and I keep people safe. I took power and I made sure the people were safe. And that's what they mm-hmm. keep saying. That's what he is, but it's just too fucking late. You should have told us that uh, when we first met him, the character, because now I don't care. Now I'm like, yeah, whatever, let's just care. get the dipping and doing over with. And I will say they've they've told him to tone it down because he's not doing it as much. He does it a little bit though, in this this episode, but not as much as he normally does. Yeah, he has toned down, and I do like it when he is toned down. Yes, I feel like it's closer to what you would think Negan would be. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of like a little scary, but maybe a little sarcastic. You know. But yeah, yeah. if you would have played it a little bit more subtle, it would have worked a whole lot mm-hmm. better. Totally agree. Let him have a little, a lot of bluster, but like one or two smiles only, and that's it. And that's it. You no know? dipping, no doing, no walking around, you know, grinning in people's faces, getting, and the fact that he gets all up in their face. That's yeah, gross. It's just, it's just no. It doesn't ring. It's not scary. Not at all. At all. It's comical. That's what it is. Yeah. And they don't want it to be comical. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the Joker. Like the old ones, like on the Batman, mm-hmm. on the television show. Mm-hmm. It Because remi- it was like really silly, kind of. That Damn. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you want to do with him? So then they decide to go take all the guts with them and they're going to go to Hilltop. And then we get back to Hilltop and Rick. The, and, the guts. I'm sorry, that just popped into my head, Sister Kate. The what, what is it? These are the guts. Break them up, break them up, break them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You got to find something about this show. <laughs> you do. But then, um, so Rick and Michonne finally get back to the hilltop, and I'm still salty about the fact that they didn't bring Carl and bury him there, here, but, you know, we're going to let that go. 
So then Rick comes in and the first thing he does is look around and stare at the prisoners. And did you notice how Michonne kind of walked in his line of sight and was like, uh, yes. yo baby over there? You want to yep, go see the I baby? Did. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like what you gonna do? You gonna jump back with the prisoners? <laughs> oh, I did. I, I even wrote down, oh, Michonne is directing him to go over there and take the baby. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, don't you want to see your living child? Do you think he was planning to go over there and yank a couple of them out and kill them? I think so. I think that's yeah. what he was thinking about because mm-hmm. he can't get Negan and he wants to get somebody. Yeah, all this pent up frustration wants to unleash. Mm-hmm. I thought that was in, I thought that was fun, funny. I like that scene actually. I really like that scene because it was like, um, <laughs> excuse me, let's let's go do what's important. Let's talk to Judith. But what I wish they would have shown is her going to Judith. Not so much Rick. Cause I mean, I get Rick holding her, but I wish they would have showed Rick giving her to, to Michonne and let's see Michonne and Judith interact and be, you know, welcome back together. Cause at this point yeah. I don't care about Rick. Cause that ain't his, his baby anyway, but anyway. Oh Lord. That changed baby. I forgot. Yeah, but I, I'm really more interested in uh, Michonne's interaction with his kids than his interaction with his kids at this point. <laughs> oh gosh! But then, okay, so then that, that brought back the scene that irritated me was he was at the gravesite, hilltop gravesite mm-hmm. of I don't know who he was looking at at that gravesite because Carl wasn't there. That's what I couldn't. I was like. Uh, who's he visiting is he to Glenn or Abraham who What's are you talking he doing? to yeah yeah who is it yeah I don't know I thought that was interesting but I didn't understand it and I'm still salty about okay so Walking Dead you thought that it was more important for him to go see Jadis's funky ass than to bring oh. his child wrapped up back to hilltop and bury him where people that loved him could visit him oh but no we gotta go see Jadis first and so they ended up burying him in Alexandria which nobody ain't gonna be at yeah cause that place burnt down that's burnt the fuck down so yeah I don't, I don't know the only thing I can think about that grave scene is the fact that Daryl showed up and started talking about how you know, all the people that they've lost who aren't there anymore and how it's not fair that certain people are still alive and they shouldn't be still around. That's the only thing I can think of as far as that scene. Yeah. And then it went went south because then they're talking about going out and, I guess, looking for Negan. And then Rick is like, oh, we should split up. I'm like, why the hell would you split up? Because he wanted to go do what Tara was trying to do. That is so stupid. I was like, you don't split up. You stay together. You work together. But, yeah. And Daryl knew why he was saying that. Daryl knew he was going to go looking. That's why. Yeah. He was going to take his butt right back over. Because he knew (laughs) the Negan would be coming through. So he was like, okay, this is going to be my chance. Yeah. Same thing. Second verse, same as the first. Uh-huh. But, but okay. can we back up? Yeah. Back up a little bit. So after the scenes with all the guts and everything and the on the weapons, and then they show Negan 
<laughs> Sorry. They show Negan in his in his vehicle with his bat Lucille. <laughs> and he's like, You're beautiful, baby. <laughs> and he's talking to the bat. And he takes her and he sticks her in the in the bucket of guts. Mm-hmm. When he sticks the bucket of the bat in the bucket of guts, he takes his hand and wipes his mouth and licks his mouth. He does? So, I don't remember that part. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. You talk, talking about busting up some be- people with some with some walker guts, but you sitting there licking it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Continuity. You know, inconsistency. That's what I'm looking for. I don't remember that. I remember seeing the bat in the bucket of guts. Yeah, I remember, I remember the... the- I don't remember the licking the lips and rubbing in the bl- guts mm-hmm. and stuff. It, it, was, it was like, it was like that, you know, it was like, oh, you're beautiful baby. And then, you know, he's sitting there and he puts, he puts her all lovingly in the guts. And then he just kind of wipes his lips and he had gloves on. Oh. But what good is that going to do if you were handling the bat with the gloves on and then you wipe your mouth? And now I'm not saying that he was splashing the bat around, but. Come on, he was ba- he was bashing on everything. You don't think it's like slashing on your hands and everything? Hmm. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. See, I'll have to go back and see that. Mm-hmm. That's one of those well, convenient. Yeah, that was you know. Oh, there it is, right there. Oh, getting a new cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't supposed to hear that. I heard some clicking, clinking. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a refill. Put it quietly down. (laughs) (laughs) Clang, clang. Get another one. Clang, clang, clang. Like, good job, Kim. (laughs) So what did y'all think about the fact that um, Simon wanted Dwight to ride with him? And then it was like the Dwight and Simon show. He was like, okay, me and Dwight are going to go look. Me and Dwight are going to go do this. Do you think he was doing that on purpose to talk to Dwight about what he wanted to do? At first, I was like, is he trying to see if to, you know, find out where Dwight's head was? Like, was he out there? You know, did he turn on the saviors? That's what I thought at first. So I was just kind of like, I don't know what's going on here. Cause I don't feel like they were like buddy, buddy like that before. Yeah, I know. Right. I was thinking that maybe um, Negan put him up to it to see if Dwight, like maybe killed Dwight on the side somewhere. But I wasn't expecting what he was talking about later. But okay, so this is where I, this is the part that I actually kind of liked because when they're driving in their little caravan, all the saviors, and Negan's at the end with that little hot rod car. Yeah. And then Rick sees him and he gets in his car and races down. But remember that scene where they're driving through the town? Mm-hmm. And Simon looks over and sees a car coming, but he don't do yep. nothing. He keeps yep. driving, but he's looking. Yeah. And then Rick runs into um, Negan. Uh huh. And Simon <laughs> and Dwight are like, "Oh shit!" And Dwight's like, "Oh well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, he'll be all right." And then he's looking, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking in the rear view in the uh, side mirror, but he kind of looks like he's grinning a little he's bit smiling yeah i love that scene i, I absolutely love that i, I did too <laughs> i was I like yeah like, oh, i love you it are a dog <laughs> i loved it shake it off that's what they were doing that's what he was basically saying 
And I didn't notice that until I watched it the second time. Because I I was like, I don't, you know, I didn't understand that whole sequence at first. I was like, I don't get it. And then I watched it again. I was like, oh, he saw Rick coming. He saw saw him. And, you know, yeah, that was very good. They did a good job on that. And the actor did a good job on that. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that scene a lot. Yeah. And I really liked the Simon guy. For I don't know something about him is this crack. I just like him a lot now. <laughs> I do too. And and so when he when he's looking and just kind of like, mm-hmm, okay, this is gonna be good. We're gonna see what happens here. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Now, what did you yeah. think about the scene of them showing Rick and um, what you call it, Negan? And Negan's looking all panicked, driving. I just thought that was weird to have Negan looking crazed like that first of all why was he in the back why would your leader be in the back of the pack mm-hmm. instead of protected like in the middle of the caravan thank why? you why mm-hmm. that didn't make sense to me but that decision was that on did did dwight not dwight what's the other guy's name simon seems like simon was setting Negan up so if something happened you know hey he gets taken out he gets taken out that kind of thing. <laughs> They're all over the darn. I, I, I don't know. know. I but think that, that it felt like Negan decided to go. Well, no, do you're it right. Himself. Go do it himself in that understand. way. Well, I, I mean, and we've already talked about how he's not stupid, you know, and I that's always, a very dumb thing to do. Well, see, I was thinking it was more of Negan being cocky and the fact that he's going to let all his people go first. And then mm-hmm. he'll go to make sure he ain't the one on the front lines. Uh, okay. but, Maybe. But what you say makes sense. You wouldn't put him at the end. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, like, the president. Like, they never put him in the back. He's in the middle of the caravan, you know, when they're traveling. So, I I don't know. And I, I think the other part that was weird about it, was they never let you see like, like the completion of certain things. So they didn't show you the actual wreck, mm-hmm. like Rick running into him and then wrecking. So it was kind of like maybe his weird face or something was him maybe seeing Rick getting ready to run into him, maybe. But we didn't see the wreck of it. And they do that a lot. They skip stuff. Yeah, they do. I don't know if it's because their budget, they got Save a low money. budget. I don't mm-hmm. know what that shit is. But it really does chop things up and it makes it kind of disjointed and weird. Well, I know that when he hit Negan, they were driving after that. And so they were showing them driving and him chasing him in the car. And then the next thing you see, Mm -hmm. both cars are wrecked and his car's upside down. Yeah. Exactly. Negan's car is upside down. So yeah, you're right. It's like, how did that happen? (laughs) What, What happened? How they stop at that place? And then he's magically able to escape all this gunfire that Rick is shooting. Oh, oh my Lord. That scene was so stupid. I mean, I tried to like wash it away that, okay, just get into the scene. That was so dumb. He had a, okay. Rick is a sheriff. I know he's not now, but once you're, cop you're always a cop once you're a soldier you're always a soldier right you yeah, always you have think that you'd be trained to how to shoot somebody <laughs> and so. you don't even have to really aim and point with the automatic weapon i mean you just kind of spray the place but he puts in a clip 
when he's chasing him into the building and he puts the new one in, shoots a few times, then he throws it away. Yeah. Throws the gun to the side and then pulls out his pistol. Why would you do that? I guess because he was out of bullets. That was probably his last. Um... No, he had just put that clip in. That's true. He did. It's a, it's a brand new clip. That's true. And then he's that. running. Then he throws it down, pulls out his pistol. Mm-hmm. And then he runs out of that like really fast because, you know, it's only Because he's just shooting willy nilly. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. Now I did. And then he no. pulls out the hatchet. <laughs> I did think that was funny though. The hatchet scene when <laughs> Negan ran up the stairs and he's like, "Come on in, Rick!" And Rick just went Ugh, and he chucked it at him. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> like what the hell? I got your hello. And Negan had to duck real quick because I don't know that just cracked me up. Oh, gosh. It was funny. He just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I was annoyed because I was like, just hit him. Yeah, thank Get you. Get him. Wing him something. Shit. And then Negan, that was kind of fake. Negan ducks, but he jumps and falls all down off the side. He's hanging on that for was dear bad. life. And then, but this was funny, too. Rick just takes the hatchet. And he's like, <laughs> He don't say shit. Just goes. Your ass. No, that part was good. I thought that part was funny. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I like that part. That part was believable. I mean, just let him not have a gun and let them fight mano a mano. That'd be even better than him missing all those bullets. Remember? What'd you say? They already did that back at um, uh, the, I think it was the same was it, it wasn't the same night that Carl died. But remember when he, uh, Rick goes into the house and Negan falls him and they're oh they're yes, the yes, 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 that, that was, was stupid. When Rick had fifty eleven million chances to kill. Thank Negan. you. and he didn't. Yep, yep. People really. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was dumb. L- uh, let's keep on with them. And then um, Negan falls or he jumps off, lets go of the side. So he falls all down in the basement area and survives. No problem. He's, he's able to walk it off. And all He that. said he was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Nine lives. So then by the time Rick gets down there, of course, there's walkers in the building by now. And he finds Lucille. And so he picks Lucille up. Rick does. He's like, oh, I got you, girl. <laughs> and Negan is upset. Don't touch her. Touch her. Now, Shit, no. That's what they need to kind of get and explain too. Why is he like so incensed whenever someone touches her? And is Lucille a substitute for someone he lost, a woman or whatever? I know his wife. It's a bat. It's a bat. I know. <laughs> it's a bat. But then all of a sudden, Rick done put Lucille on fire, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a pretty good effect, I will say. I kind of like that. I like that, yeah. And he was going to town, except he wasn't hitting nobody. <laughs> when he lit that bat up, I'm pissed at Rick because he made me have a damn Game of Thrones flashback. I was thinking of Don Darian, damn it. With the, with the sword that was on fire, remember? That's exactly what came to mind when I saw him light. 
Oh, that yeah, bat. He was yeah. remember the season finale. Yep. And I, I think it, wasn't it Don Darian, the guy who keeps dying. And Barrett he said, Don Darian. Yes. I've no. never seen an episode. Of <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, gosh. Oh. Kim, if you can make are you going to rectify one? that yeah. situation? I will one day. Yeah. That's, one day. That's in the plan. I need yeah. you to start today. I need a report by tomorrow. <laughs> the first two oh, yeah. episodes. She's giving you, what do you call it? Um, not homework? Let's like, just speak homework. There's yes. a podcast um, for the guy. He gives out what he calls black people homework. Um, the guys, uh, it's called Denzel Washington is the greatest actor in the world, period. And the two hosts, they love, they do all of Denzel Washington's movies. And so they tell the listeners, it's like, okay, you know what? We get ready to sign you some black people homework. You got to go <laughs> see So Sister K go to sign you some sister, sister speak homework for Game of Thrones. Oh, come on oh now. Lord. Come on. You can't come on here talk about you ain't seen an episode. <laughs> That's like sacrilegious over here. That's blasphemy, ain't it? That's blasphemy, yes. Trust me, you'll be hooked once you start. Yeah, you will be hooked. So, Uh, I mean, look, you have time. I feel like you need to be doing at least one episode a week. That's Uh cool. There's only 10 episodes. It's coming back in 2019. Which will be here before you know it, girl. It's going to be here. I know, because this year is going quick. So, all right. Should you watch? Do not get attached to no damn body. That's all I can tell you. Oh shit! Okay. Now, see if you want to see if you want to see a show that has fifty million characters written well, then you watch Game of Thrones. Okay, written well because I can't be keeping track of a bunch of people. That's okay. It's and and I'll just say this to everybody who ain't seen it yet because this is what people always say. I don't know who's who. Well, that's gonna be. That's right. It'll be about five, six, seven episodes before you know who's who. Oh, but just keep watching because there's it's so many people. It's worth it. If yeah. you can make it through the first season, you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be hooked. You need the first season to get the lay of the land. But once you do that, girl, you go, Sister K, she's going to be like, Sister K, what are you going to do with the podcast? Yeah. I'll help you. I'll help you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she will. And then if you, okay. when you get to season two, that's when we started the podcast and you can listen to us in between all the episodes. Okay. Oh, right. and, uh, it's Full a disclosure. great, great show. Okay. Um, Ned, uh, Ned Stark and um, Sister K. Dan, I forgot my baby daddy's name. Was it Ned Stark <laughs> and... Um, oh, yes. Um, what's his name? The, the sword. Of, oh, yes. Sir Arthur Dane. Dr. Dane. Uh, don't make me take off my earrings and cut you because those two is mine. Right oh, now. Lord. Okay. Oh, oh, there's plenty. Trust me, there oh, are plenty, plenty of amazing and then, on the um, camp. Jack okay. and Hagar is mine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jack and his uh, sister Kate. Jack and mine. Jon Snow is mm-hmm. Sister Jay's. Uh, and... Now, who likes the, the prince, Oberyn? Who likes Oberyn? Oh, there's a lot of them. Oh, actually, I can't remember now who likes Oberyn. I liked Oberyn, too. Do like Oberyn? I think Shalita was Oberyn Shalita's. I can't remember. I think she later did like Oberyn. Yeah, trust me. Amazing. There's a lot of male candy. 
Okay. Yep. I like that. Eye candy. Oh. And there's a lot of women oh. eye candy too, depending on what you like. So oh, yep. equal I with the male. Yeah. The male member. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, please. I want you to watch it so bad so you can get to season was it season seven, sister sister K? Yeah. Um Battle of the Bastards. Oh, that is some of the most amazing T V you will ever yeah. see. There's actually several different there's like three different battle episodes that are like oh, awesome. Yeah. That mm. is right. The Game of Thrones what's that show? What we call um Walking Dead, mm, they want to be Game of Thrones so bad. Yes they do. Yes they <laughs> do. They show? She done forgot what we talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On a bad day. Game oh, of Thrones. <laughs> okay, y'all got me convinced. Yes. it's on HBO. You just watch one episode every once in a while, and you'll be hooked. Okay, I got a coworker hooked now, so I'm like, okay. yes, I, I'll be badgering them until they get going on it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. It'll be okay. very worth it. I, don't know, I keep trying to pull my Walking Dead back up. See where do we leave off in the show? Uh, we were talking about um, uh, Rick and Negan fighting. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. They were on the basement. Get it over and go get a room. I swear. Maybe. Make up. And then maybe that we'll know why he was in Carl's dream. Uh, Thank you. I don't don't know. What what was that about, though? I mean, when people saw Negan, I might. So Carl really envisioned everybody. I mean, Carl, look, hey, I don't even think your daddy can pull that one off for you. No. But there was something weird. There was this weird vibe with him and Negan though. Carl and Negan? Yeah. Like a well, little bond. I mean, I, they had a bond. Yeah, there was some kind of bond there. In the comics oh. they said um it didn't take like a, a sexual turn or anything, but they in oh. the comics they were really they were kinda I won't say really close, but Negan and Carl bonded in the comics. So oh. but see, that's uh, thank you, uh Scott Gimple motherfucker. That's a story we won't see. <laughs> <laughs> for real because them they gonna mess them i never read the comics and yeah, it sounds like the comics were pretty good i don't know why you know there's a large segment of the population that's never read the comics mm-hmm. and even if you read the comics i don't think too many people would be pissed off if you put it on tv as the comics were mm-hmm. written mm-hmm. so i don't understand this discussion about oh we need to mix it up so we can you know have something new for the fans and all that stuff but that doesn't to me that doesn't wash because there's many adaptations of books and music and all kinds of stuff that you see on tv and it's the way that it was mostly in the book or mm-hmm. in the song or whatever it is you're adapting and people love that shit so do. i don't they could have changed see. it up by the way they they had the emotions or the reactions. They didn't have to change it up by killing them. Exactly. That pissed me off when they killed Carl. But they've been off script from the comics because it's... Yeah. I'm not hating Sister K because you know she ain't my I favorite know, character. I know. But Carol ass already did in the comics. Okay. <laughs> Carol, <laughs> Carol ain't doing it. Not even an iota of the shit they got her doing on the show. Well, she might as well be dead now because I've noticed how absent she was in the last. I know they showed her briefly with that kid, but uh-huh. really, I felt like she wasn't really there, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure there's something for her to do. 
They'll pop yeah. her back up in a minute, but again, they have too many characters to to. There's too many to get to everybody every episode. There's just no way they can do that. Well, yeah. if they give Carol Jones arc in the comics, if not for Black Panther, I would be supremely pissed because I know Denai is going to be busy shooting movies and stuff because you know she, the whole franchise thing with Black Panther, but. There's a huge arc that Michonne has in the comics when it, it go in a different way, but I bet you anything because they basically turn Michonne into the girlfriend, which pisses me off. Yeah, and I know mm-hmm. she she's having she's had to be off camera because of her, you know, film commitments and stuff. But yeah. uh, it, exactly what my friend said, she was afraid of happening when Rick and Michonne got together. It's starting to happen. She's kind of being marginalized. Mm-hmm. She's doing yes. And now, what's this new thing where she doesn't want to fight anymore or whatever? I'm like, damn, is the old Morgan? It's like, you know, Michelle was the badass chick on the show. Yep. Yeah, she was. She was the definition of badass, and nobody else could come close to her. If I had a second close, actually, it wouldn't be Maggie. It would be Sasha. Sasha, I thought, was badass. Oh, she was? Yep. Her homegirl was a sniper, and then some... think her backstory see i don't know if sasha was in the comics i can't remember but i remember hearing something about her backstory was that she was a fireman so but you know, of course we never got to see that see mm-hmm. show but yeah, and it never will never will Mm-mm. i don't know what unless they do a flashback <laughs> the, they will it's gonna be on the show. i mean what what's gonna be the fate of next season i mean i guess they've been renewed for season nine which isn't that weird? It doesn't make you excited. You know, and no, it well, doesn't. The only thing that kind of gets me hopeful about season nine is the fact that it's a different showrunner. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a woman, although she's been a producer there for years. So yeah, I'm thinking, and a writer too, right? And a writer, I think. And I'm not sure that she got any more sense than Gimple does at this well, point. But yeah. that female writer uh-uh. but I'm I'm thinking that since she's going to be the showrunner she'll have a little <laughs> bit more pull than she would have as a writer or a producer or will it be a case of what AMC yeah, yeah or, or is AMC the ones dictating this shit which is might be part of the problem too but just ain't yeah. nobody saying yeah. that they just right. as much money out of it as they can I'm sure so what makes me hopeful is that possibly by then after all of this bullshit and people defecting and all the articles yeah. about how bad it is that maybe because this year's a wash we can't change it but season nine they haven't written yet they haven't shot yet so yeah. i'm hopeful that they they can turn it around and just say okay let's start over redo i'm hoping i'm hoping yeah reset i've been I've been hoping all this time, but ain't shit happened. It's still stupid. Yeah, it's gonna be stupid for the rest of the season. We already know. Yeah, yeah, we know. But I, you know, I hope so. I hope season nine is better. Rick and Rick and Negan fight again. That's what it'll probably be because I'm sure they're not killing Negan off. No, I want Negan dead by the end of the season. Thank you. Me too. Ernie, I hate to tell you, y'all want in vain. Negan ain't going nowhere. No. Don't say that. I know, right? I'm so sick of yeah. him. I think he'll be around for season nine and then. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Jeez. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm sick hey, of him. but you know what? If they can kill Carl off and he's alive in the comics, they can kill Negan off. They, Thank they you. Should. Let's kill Negan off and let's go find the helicopter. Oh, well, wait. We Let's go through the rest of this episode because there's yeah. stuff we need yeah. to talk about. So before we get to the other scenes, let's finish Rick and Negan because they don't intersect again. But Or do they? I can't remember. But so they have this fight with the bat on fire. Negan's like, yes. don't touch her, don't touch her. I think Rick gets one lick in, but not in the right place. He hits him like on the side of the shoulder or something. <laughs> but wait, I have a question. You know, when he has a, Rick has the lighter and he lights it up and it says something on the wall about. I think it said wall. Fighters or eaters oh. or something. Yeah. So he knows there's walkers back there, right? So mm-hmm. why is he using the bat to let them out? To get Negan, I think. I think to, to get Negan, I think. But they're going to get his ass, too. Yeah, but he's got the bat. He's going to oh, run. Okay. He's going to get right. him. Okay. All right. That was, okay. A not well thought out plot device. Okay. Right. Yeah, because exactly. you're in a close space in a basement. Okay. With nowhere really to go. You're going to let some walk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> so then, how in the hell is it that then Negan gets a hold of the bat. He knocks Rick over, gets a hold of the mm. bat, and then starts running to get out. And then it was really confusing because it was dark. You couldn't really see what the hell was going on. And <laughs> somebody jumps out of this little window, and it's Rick. And I'm like, well, shit, where'd Negan go? Because I thought mm-hmm. I was looking at Negan running. So then Rick comes out, and there's smoke, and we'll get to that in a minute. And he's looking around like, okay, where am I at? And then the clear, yeah. Huh? Well, he was like outside. It was all clear again. Yeah, it was all clear. No walkers or nothing. And that's all we see. And then the next, and I'm like, okay, so where's Negan at? Well, Negan is riding a car. Dazed, he comes too. And they pan the camera back, and lo and behold, it's Jadis with a gun to his head. So yeah, how did she? I guess we supposed to. I'm like, where'd this chick come from? And she's yeah. done traded in her nightgown for a flannel shirt. Yeah, go, go figure. Go figure. I mean, and I'm thinking, okay, this never works. When you have, first of all, you're driving and you got the gun to his head and he's like two inches away from you. He can easily get that gun. And yeah, how, what, did she knock him out? I mean, how did he come? Yes, yeah, she did the right. Yeah, she actually did. Took it a little farther and knocked his oh, ass out. Oh, that's right. Again. She did so, do that. She did. But yeah. Was, he get in the car in the first. How would she get him in the car? She not because he was unconscious. Wasn't he? Well, she's he pretty not. She's pretty big. She he probably pulled him out. up in there. I don't understand that part because he jumped out of that window. Yeah. Maybe he was dazed and then she pulled him into the car. Uh, I don't know. It was random. I thought it was just random. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Speaking of random. What about them uh, record people? Uh, give me okay, <laughs> thank you. record. <laughs> Georgie. Now, okay, I was confused the whole episode. I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me all she wants is some fucking records? I guess it's the little things you miss in the zombie apocalypse. Running water, and AC. Who is this woman? I mean, who is she? Well, looking like Glenn Close wannabe. Uh, that's uh, I, I, you don't recognize her from Twenty Four. She was Karen from Twenty Four. No, I don't. 
Mm-hmm, yep. The actress which I act, recognize her. Which she also played on Criminal Minds. She was the one that was always riding Hotch's ass, giving him uh, a hard time. Ain't nobody watched Criminal Minds. Girl, you don't watch Criminal Minds? <laughs> no. I don't either. <laughs> that is too much like Law and Order. Girl, don't you yeah. even. Totally I don't watch do. none of that bullshit. Oh, no, girl. it's too Criminal close to real, real life. life. Yes. Tell about it. Criminal Minds just needed a shit until uh, no. Hot started kicking people in real life and they fired his ass. But anyway. Well, I don't even know who Hot is. Hodge. Hot. Hot. Uh, Aaron Hotchner, the dark haired guy. I don't know who. You don't is. watch Criminal Minds at all? None. I don't know. I've who seen like a few episodes, but then I, too, I can't. I know that some of the stuff is like really happens. I can't. Yeah, watch it's it. creepy. It's a real creepy. So I, I don't watch no. it. But I know he's the dark haired dude. He's the real intense one, you know. Swear. Yeah. Yeah, and then Mandy Tankin used to play the other guy, Gideon, who was very, very smart. Shamar Moore was on there, Sister K. Yeah. Well, I don't like Shamar Moore, so that's another reason yeah. I wouldn't watch it. Oh, well, nope, you won't watch it then. Mm-mm. But anyway, it was, that chick, she used to be on there, but, well, yeah. What, I'll so her name you. is Georgie, and I'm like, well, who the fuck is Georgie? Where'd she come from? What'd she want? How did she get that crate out there and ain't nobody seen her? Yeah, I was like, how does she get that out there? They always have somebody on the wall watching. Yeah. Somebody trying to take a piss, I guess, if she snuck up or whatever. You know. Oh, and here she comes with her sake. pearl earrings and suit. And I'm and thinking glasses. What what is going on? Who is this? Ain't that like seersucker? Is that what they call it? <laughs> <laughs> Where else can you get a fashion critique while discussing? <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. We don't wear seer sucker anymore. <laughs> oh gosh! Bringing back. Apparently, Ooh, that's all I, they can find. But didn't they say something about? She said something about a coffee shop, like when she had a coffee shop or something. I thought she said at copy, one point coffee shop, like a photo. Oh, place. copy. Okay. Yeah, I thought uh, she said coffee, and I was yeah. like. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, she made a copy of the manifesto or whatever. All the oh, okay. The stuff that, that okay. The plans, that the key to the future. And I was reading, and apparently, uh, don't don't get mad. Spoiler. At me. Nope. Spoiler. But okay. Okay. Apparently, it, next season they're going to do a time jump. So that stuff that she just gave Maggie. Oh. Uh, well, okay, good, good, okay. So, uh, well, no, I'm when not... I say time jump, I mean like probably the next time you see Judith, if she she may not be a teenager, but she gonna be walking. Well, and it's about on... time. Thank you. Let's do a time jump. Let's change it up then, shit. Because we've been sitting in Alexandria for too damn long. We've been we've been dealing with these people, and hopefully half the people yeah. that they got is dead. They can just go. Oh yeah, half the town died. Good, they gone. Bye. <laughs> Let's get back to. So our... it's gonna look. <clears throat> So it's going to look like Carl's dream, except for the Negan part. So it's going to be with the garden, yeah, and the, the, aqueduct, the fields, and the aqueducts, and windmills, and all that shit. They're going to build all that. Which, but what I want to know where the fuck Michonne going to be when all this happens. You know, her ass going to leave. She's going to get out of her contract. Thank you. Am I going to come back and she's dead or something? Mm. She is going to be a Koye. <laughs> I know that gonna be. They probably they might kill her off, or I don't know. Hey, send her to fear too. Oh girl, uh, uh-uh. uh. No, no, well, she, no. no. Something they'll have her acting 
they'll have her acting stupid to that that one that y'all can't stand. Who they y'all say she only got one facial expression? I can't. <laughs> She What's does. She gotta yeah. have my name, Kim. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. And the is, she's done other stuff where she was actually good. That actress. Who? What? What? Uh, she was on that uh, on a short-lived show on HBO called Treme. She was actually good. She actually smiled. Uh, I yeah. never watched Treme. Mm. Yeah, she was. She was actually good on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she. Oh, she. You she could only name one thing. I remember seeing her. <laughs> On several things, and she had the same face she got today in all of it. She uh, no yeah. expression, expressionless. Yeah. Well, How know. is she getting work? Who is she? She got some boyfriend or Thank somebody. You. Who she got dirt on? To get all these, a relative, something. Well, somebody likes her work, apparently. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even know if you can call that work. Thank I don't. you. Uh-uh. Now this this, irritated, so, this scene irritated me, but I was interested in who this Georgie lady was mm-hmm, and her two yeah. friends, Midge and whoever the other one was. Uh-huh. Hilda, Midge, Midge, Midge. It was uh, might be Hilda, It was Hilda and Midge. Yeah. So she's like, and you are, and Maggie don't say nothing. So she don't want to tell her their names, and then Maggie proceeds to call out everybody's motherfucking name. Enid, do this. Rosie, uh, Michonne, do this. I'm like, yeah. well, if you didn't want them to know their names, why are you calling everybody's damn name? Mm-hmm. Ain't got no sense. Ain't got no, no sense. sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And this chick's talking about, well, we just want music, but no spoken word. I don't do that. And then <laughs> I exchange, she's like, I want the records. <laughs> we'll help you out. We just want to do I'll a fair exchange. Put the records on, so apparently they got a turntable somewhere. Obviously, maybe it's the Which... fucking zombie apocalypse, and you got a turntable. Okay, yeah. I thought she was a cult leader. Okay, anything is possible. Like, what is wrong with her? I I was very suspicious of her. I'm maybe... very suspicious too. Maybe somebody who watches who watches the comics, listen to me, who reads the comics, knows who she is. Like, I guess she's from the comics. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know at this part. So Maggie, oh, go ahead. Character added to the canvas, yeah. taking time away from everybody else. Well, I will say I'm intrigued. I'm not like turned off by no. her. Yeah. Yet, yeah. But I'm. I just want to know who these people are, where they at. How they know about them, and yet Maggie and them didn't know about her. And so then, uh, Maggie's like, um, okay, so we're gonna take your shit, you're gonna come back with us, we ain't doing no deal. Which is, and that was like more people to feed. Well, really, you can't even feed the people you got. That's true. And Michonne's trying to tell her, oh, let's make a deal. Maggie's like, no, we ain't making no deal, we're taking them back to the house. And don't forget uh-huh. emo Enid. Oh, Enid got on my nerves. I don't like her anyway. Slap her. You heard her. Michonne's like, what she said? She goes, step, step back. She says, step back. Mm, like, girl, you, you get all up in my face. Thank you. Yep, little girl. <laughs> it was nice to know that. I, but that scene, I'm like, okay, Michonne is still in there somewhere. They got you being mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Michonne I remember is still in there. Like she's like, get back, step back. I I, I will cut you. They, that's what she didn't say. Yeah, and she snapped so, the gun for me in it too. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
what did you think about that little humor they threw in with that scene with Georgie and the twins where <laughs> Georgie was saying something about it's like a made up word, bloop bloop bloop, and then the other twin says, Yeah, bloop bloop bloop, and then one says, Yeah, like moisture. And I'm, then it's like that's not a made up word. I, I was like word. whatever. I know, I heard I, I was like, wait, did I miss what 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 is <laughs> Um, I do remember that scene I was thinking at the time what is going on here and who are these damn people Mm -hmm. and what do they want this is what episode 12 if the remaining like this I'm going to have to buy more beer that's all I know (laughs) oh snap I am going to have to keep beer on it and see I watch again Nope, yeah, I, I did drink while I watched this one. I had to think about it for a second. I did. I have to now. Drinking for the get through. Yep, you, you need heart. And I'm not a drinker. That's my friends, my family, they call me the lightweight. So, you know, it's bad if Walking Dead can turn me into a drinker. That's how mm-hmm. bad But That's how bad it has gotten, I fear. Yeah. So, well, I, honestly, I will say, like you said, this isn't, this is a lot better than the other episodes have been. This episode. Yes. And I think it's mm-hmm. because we have elements of, notwithstanding the Rick and, and Negan bullshit, we had elements of the personal connections with the Enid and Michonne and the Maggie yes. and this lady and trying to figure out, do we help them? Do we let them help us? What do we do with these people? And I, I really like, this is what I really liked about this episode was that the women the women were kind of doing it in this episode. So when Maggie discovers the crate, Maggie, Michonne, Edith, and well, what Rosita, yeah, they mm-hmm. kind of like try to make a decision about should we go out, should we go investigate, what should we do? And then you kind of like juxtapose that up against the men who are like, you know, Rick and what's his face, Negan are fighting and there's violence. And then there's Simon and um, Dwight plotting against Negan mm-hmm. and, you know, and then the women making a decision that, yeah, we're going to make a deal with Georgie. We're going to go ahead and do this thing. And then they get the food from Georgie so that they can help everybody. And then the men are still messing up, you know, <laughs> so but the women are actually doing it they're planning they're they're planning for the future yeah they're planning for the future and so you know that's one thing that what's her name nicole brown or what's her name yeah um, yvette nicole brown yvette yeah on talking dead because i did actually watch it because i found out she was on there i was like let me hear what she got to say and i did notice that was very heavy on women and even the part where um simon was saying when he was kind of like talking to Dwight about turning against Negan. But prior to that, he put a female in charge of the rest of the saviors when they went back to go supposedly yes, he look did. for Negan. He did. You know, so I thought that that was very interesting that they put all those elements in this and that the men were, you know, still violent, still well, screwing up though. and doing right. all these crazy things, you know. So that part I really, really did like about the episode. Um, so I thought that was good. And she brought that up, too, about how they were um, comparing the two, the women and the men, and what they were both doing. 
um, in this episode. But I thought it was very interesting that Carol was missing. She was yeah, missing in all of those was. scenes with the women. And I was like, like where is she at? I, I feel like she's like totally right separate. Now. I mean, not that I like her. She's not my favorite character. But, you know, she has kind of been faded back into background. You know, mm-hmm. so I just thought that was interesting. I think because Carol's more of the warrior fighter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so maybe they would consider her not think not thinking about how we can live in the future with everyone coexisting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You notice we haven't seen King Ezekiel either. No, he wasn't there either. We haven't seen him for They're what, three episodes? Movies. Something? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. So yeah. that's interesting too. We saw Morgan though, the last one, but we haven't seen him. We saw Jerry this episode, but we haven't seen the King. Yeah. And I think that maybe that goes back to there's too many damn people. Yeah. You know, there are. But, yeah. Way too many. Damn so people. I just thought that was, that was interesting. I will say I did like the hilltop part of this episode. I, and I like mm-hmm. the Simon. I didn't, I don't care for Dwight, but you know, he's in it, but I did like the Simon part of it, him trying to mm-hmm. plot his shit. And, but again, I feel like they're going to try to make it to where Simon's evil and Negan's not as evil because he's at least not wanting to kill everybody. Yeah. So we'll see how that works. Um, did you agree with, uh, Michonne? When she's like, look, we, we have to do what Carl was wanting us to do. Not that we're not going to fight. We are going to fight, but that we have to make sure that when we fight, there's something else at the other side of that, that we can live and move on from. I, w- I would say, yeah, I definitely agree with that because life isn't about just chopping people up, killing people and conquering <clears throat> and moving on. I definitely do believe that you kind of have to balance it out. It has to be about both because there has to be a point where you say, Hey, you know, hold up. Wait a minute. You know, can we do this together? Can we move forward? And so I I agree with her. We shall see. Shan't we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We shall see, you know, um, which is cold for, how much more can they fuck this up? Right, right. Oh, they could. They can do. Oh, oh they, they can, can definitely do a <laughs> whole yeah, lot more sure damage. Can. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I agree with that. It's not all about chopping and killing and stuff. It can't. Life isn't about that. You know, and that in the apocalypse, there's probably more of that. But if you can find a way to kind of like hold out an olive branch or something. And mm-hmm. hope that the other person grabs it and <laughs> don't like chop you up. Then right. you should try that, you know, just, and I guess maybe that, that was the point of Georgie and the twins was holding out that, that olive branch and saying, Hey, let's get back to the way we were, mm-hmm. you know, before all this stuff happened. Okay. So. I just realized something though. Like, uh, they, they do this shit walking dead now. Mm-hmm. Did we see, I don't know if we saw this in the show, or was it one of those little interludes, you know? The guy from, oh, no, wait, he's dead. I was going to say the guy from the Claimers, Joe. So it must be a, it's like a back, like a backstory. You know, the red machete, that thing? That oh, must be a backstory oh, because he kills, 
Because I was thinking he was going to show up, but I just remembered he's dead. So, no, he won't be showing up because Rick killed him. Yeah, he's so, dead. He yeah, see that the one that he tore his throat out? Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have this, like, little series. They always, like, in the commercial, they go, next on um, Red Machete, whatever. Yeah. And, and I saw that. So what happened to him? Because I remember seeing he had the machete, the claimer dude. And then he was chopping somebody up, chopping his arm off. And then the next time they showed it, it was just sitting out in some by itself I, in the dirt. So I don't know what happened to him. Was that after Rick bit tore him up? No, this is before. I think I think this is his backstory. Because Rick, Rick, oh. Rick killed him dead when he bit that plug out of his throat. He, he gone. So I don't understand where that is in relation to the show. So that's con. Confusing to me. And it's just trying to get more, uh, what do you call it? Get more mileage out of it, I guess, because it's kind of like the backstories you get from Fear of the Walking Dead. It's, I don't it's, get it's, that red That doesn't machine. make any no. sense. Yeah, the shit gets confusing for people to kind of, you know, try and keep It doesn't track. make any sense because I was like, oh, that's the dude from the claimers. And then he was gone like the next time they showed it. And I was like, well, where did he go? Did he get chopped up? And then I was like, oh, yeah, Rick tore his throat out. So he's gone. So I was confused. <laughs> I think you know, they like those, those um, in-between commercials, remember the first season of Fear the Walking Dead and they had the, the flight, whatever? Yeah. And, and it was the little boy and the Asian lady. The Asian lady, yeah. Then she was going to join the cast of The Fear. And then she lasted like one episode. I'm like, that's one some bullshit. Episode. I was really interested in her. I was too. I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be this good." Is good. I'm like, see what happens with her? Yes. Ooh, she's gone. And then she was gone. She was, was gone. Like, okay, and I was like, "This is—it's bullshit." They Did had they have such a all what happened to the flight? I mean, it crashed. So everybody yeah. died. Cause yeah, everybody pilot. died except for her and that boy. And then he was burnt up, and he ended up yeah. dying, of course, because his injuries. Oh, but really? they had her. They, and that was in fear by the time they got to that. Mm-hmm. But then she just rode off into the sunset and you never yeah. saw her again. I'm like, okay, that's when I used to still watch it. I was like, okay, they done fucked this whole thing up. That was the only interesting part. It was of, very interesting. Yes. Yeah. They should have kept with her, killed that she damn was mama. She really good character. And let her be yeah. the lead woman on the show. That's what they should have did. I think so. And had a woman of, another woman of color be a prominent yep. A prominent um, character on the show, and that would thank you. I know Pam. Dream. Huh. Um, that makes too much. That damn makes sense. too much sense, and it's too Take inclusive for them because they don't know how to write women anyway. Nope. Exactly. Or black people. Nope. Yeah, or black people. Of color, nope. Any of them. Doesn't that drive you crazy? Like you write them like you write anybody else. They're people. Right. And don't exactly. But exactly. they, don't, they seem to not understand that. No. Walking Dead people, y'all need to go over and sit down with uh, uh, Fogelman. I think that's his name, the head writer for This Is Us. Maybe he can show you because he writing the hell out of what's his face over there on that show, uh, Randall Pearson. Mm-hmm. And a white guy writing a black character. It can be done just like somebody black character. And he's but, probably actually listening some, to someone else about that, though. You know, he's probably getting input from someone about doing that, you know, but I I feel like AMC or The Walking Dead, I don't feel like they care about other people's input. Mm -mm. Nope. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about what they want to do. 
regardless of the fans or anybody else. And I'm sure the actors are probably like, what is, what is this crap? What is this bullshit? Yeah. What is going on here? Right. You know? So So what did y'all think when this old lady, Georgie (laughs) pulls out this manual talking about, Oh, we've got plans in here for windmills and aqueducts and crops and this and that. And I'm going to be coming back. And when I do, it ain't going to be tomorrow or next week. But when I do, I want to have some of this shit up and running and get me some of my food back, basically. Some pickles. Yeah, (laughs) some pickles. (laughs) Well, my first thought is, wait, they can barely feed people. Now you're telling them they're going to be building shit? Yeah, okay. Well, she's going to give them half her food. Mm -hmm. So they can feed and so they can feed themselves. But I was like really but what do you and i was like with maggie okay what you want well she wants to do good apparently i guess she's just hmm. she wants to help i don't me. know i'm just jaded i just feel suspicious yep. of everybody's ass you know so that even if they were being sincere about it mm, i don't trust you but i mean she may be on the up and up mm. i don't know she don't is know um she's deanna 2.0 because yeah the, does this smack of Alexandria to anybody else? I mean, I'm like, we just told the story. You know, yeah. somebody with a plan for a community. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, damn. Well, this is a little bit different, but I see your point. I, yeah, they're telling the same story over and over, but the thing is, I guess now we're noticing it. Because, I mean, come on, basically from season one, what? Walking Dead has been the same story since season one, you know. This, this is... This is true, but you kind of have to think about that's how you do progress is by continually trying to build something, um, build something. Maybe you fail, but by mm-hmm. con- I think that's a part of human behavior and survival is to try to build something, you know, build a better community, you know, reach out to other people and say, hey, we're here, let's try to, you know, and I think that's how they ended up getting to know Hilltop and the kingdom is by reaching out. And so I, I kind of feel like that, even though it seems repetitive and it is kind of an annoying thing with the show, there it is kind of goes along with human behavior of like wanting to try to build something and start over. Um, so... Yeah. I, I I see that. I just feel like this isn't realistic. Well, I know everybody, whenever I say it's not realistic, people go, but it's about a walker, a zombie apocalypse. I know that part, but they're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, from the beginning, it's supposed to be a realistic zombie apocalypse type show. It's supposed to be real, but not real, whatever. But so I'm thinking mm-hmm. you come across these people that are offering you the moon for little in return at the moment. And ain't nobody asking where you live. Can we come to your house? Can you help our people? We got some people hurt over here. You got something for that? I mean, you got a doctor, you got medicine, you got, I mean, no one's asking nothing. Like, where are you? Can we have an exchange of folks? And this Mm. lady just keeps saying, it's all in my head. It's all in her head. She's written all this shit down from her head. How does she Mm -hmm. know all that shit? Didn't Deanna say all her stuff was in her head, too? Did or, she? Oh, no, maybe I don't she, remember. Deanna was, she had plans. She had blueprints. I'm getting confused. Yeah. 
Yeah, they had plans. I remember that part. I don't know where they got them from, but yeah. She drew them up. Her husband, remember, he was an architect or something. He built Alexandria. Uh, Reggie. Okay. Yep, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. Reggie. Mm-hmm. And all of them. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of interesting that they didn't ask more, more questions, you know, of Georgie and the twins. But. I don't know. I guess they probably were just so happy to get that damn food because they didn't know where they was going to get no food Mm -hmm. that, you know, and all they were asking for were records. But that kind of sounds like some some stuff that maybe Negan did in the beginning. Like, you know, was he in the beginning kind of saying, oh, you know, we'll protect you and then we'll just... Um, you know, you just got to give us a little food or give us that. And, you know, that kind of thing will just do a little exchange. And then later it turned into all of what it is now. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, at this point, I'm suspicious of everybody, though. That's yep. Because everybody they meet, it, uh, nobody is that nice and giving mm-hmm. at this point. Although she does say the worst of us are coming through and outshining the best of us. So, which is yeah. true because all the bad people have been the ones coming up. It'll be interesting to see if they drop this story and we go a whole year before we see Georgie again, or if mm-hmm. they're going to come back to them this season. I, I predict they'll probably come back to them probably the beginning of, I say next season, next season, season. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Especially if they do a time they need jump. To, yeah, they need to wrap this shit up. I can't remember. I, I don't. I can't remember if y'all discussed this in your last podcast, Sister K. But did anyone did anyone pose the question? Do you think the show can survive without Rick? Yeah, we were talking about that. I can't remember if it was last episode or the one before. Um, everybody wondering if folks are going to be leaving now. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the show could survive without Rick, but you would have to really hone in on your key core group of people that Rick was with, like the the core Rick group. But there ain't nobody left. Hardly. Daryl and Carol are the original. Well, Daryl, Carol, and then they came across Maggie. So, yeah. Daryl, so, Carol, so even, Maggie. Yeah. I think it could survive without Rick and you just morph into another story. But the problem is, is mm-hmm. that we're at the point where we don't, people are so disgusted with how the story has gone. We have gone mm-hmm. so long without focusing on our core group of people that it's like, we're not invested in them anymore anyway. So unless mm-hmm. they make a really compelling story and get us back to our core group before Rick leaves, then I don't know that it would survive. And they'd have to fix the fucking writing. I mean, they can't survive without Andrew Lincoln writing Mm -hmm. the way they're writing because they're almost about to run into the ground with him. So when you take him out of the equation or Michonne out or Daryl even, then it's really going to go to hell in a handbasket. Is there a is there a a straw, last straw for you? What What would it take to make you stop watching? Uh, for them to continue this Negan bullshit for too much longer. If Michonne goes, will you still watch? I'll still watch it if she goes because I because they're not doing anything with her now, and it's I'd rather her go than than linger her on doing bullshit shit. I 
if Michelle knows, I will. I won't be as vested. You know, it'll be the situation like it is. Well, it'll be yeah. like what it is. What is now? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I when I remember to watch it, I I watch. But if you lose Michonne and then Rick, there really is for me. There really isn't much, much to keep the story going. Mm-hmm. To me, there's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really interested. They haven't given Dow much to do other than you know look like he needs to wash his hair, and he's always you know yep. shooting stuff. So I mean, and you know I ain't gonna stick around and watch for Carol. In fact, trust, trust. Let me let me revise that right now. Michonne gets killed off, and Carol comes to the front. Move over on that couch, Sister J. I'm sitting right next. Well, to Well, I mean, it's almost like that. <laughs> Carol has been in the front, and Michonne's yeah. been put to yeah. the back. So, I mean, it's already like that. It's just that they haven't actually killed her off. As long as she's on there, there's still hope. But when they kill her off, that that that's the sign. Although, okay, who do you do you think Michonne will go before Rick? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That that'll be. Maybe they'll go out together. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I, that, now, I mean, that would be the end of the show. I really feel like if they did that mm-hmm. together. Okay. One last hypothetical. What, what, in your opinion, will it take to turn the show? One, can the show be turned around? And two, if so, what will it take to turn it around? Kim, you want to answer? Um, first of all, I think, I mean, we've already talked about that there's not that many of the core group left on the show. And so if they are bringing new people and new characters onto the show, they need to be characters that are just as compelling as the original group of characters that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the storylines would have to be just as interesting, just as well-written as they were before. Even if they're not, you know, quite as up to par, maybe it would be, you know, a good turnaround, but it, To me, it's the characters, it's the character development, it's how they survive, how they work together. Um, I feel like that is what would be needed to turn it around. Um, But if they don't have interesting people on the show, interesting characters, you know, I'm out. Yeah. And I don't think they can come back, back from that. I'm out. I agree with that, too. I feel like everything could be turned around. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. think everything, I don't think things are hopeless. Well, shit, they're pretty damn bleak, but I mean, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like there's always room to improve something. And the trick is going to be, do the people that are closest to it have the means to do it? Do they have the support to do it? Do they have the money to do it? Do they even think that they need to do it? That's the trick. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, I would think after two years of people saying this is some bullshit, they would change the shit up. I mean, it took one season of Game of Thrones for them to do that. It, uh, there was one season, like a half a season of Game of Thrones where we were like, ah, and they fixed that shit real quick. And and Walking Dead hasn't gotten that memo. So it it makes you kind of feel like obviously they don't think that they need to change it, but they need to change something. It's like they're in a bubble or something, you know, mm-hmm. and they're just like, ooh, 
you know, this is great. This is, ooh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and people are going to love it. And, ooh. and then they put the stuff out and it's crap. And then they don't listen to people who are saying like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are you doing? This Honey, is get terrible. Get a focus group first or something. Something. Listen, read. Listen. You know, go to the forums or whatever you got to do. Yes. But this, this, this is shitty. It's, it's not working. And, it's and they not should that... see that the viewership is going down. They should see it. It's not that hard to find out what people are thinking nowadays. We have social media, immediate reactions to stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that you can't pay attention to everything. Cause I, I, I get it. You don't, you can't listen to everybody's opinion on things. You have to do things on your own. Cause you'll never, you know, that's not you if you're listening to everybody else. Right. But at some point you have to, as a show realize, um, maybe this ain't, you know, maybe we need to listen to something here. There's too many comments that are the same. All these people can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. For sure. Unless you got a really big ego and big head. Well, don't you feel like that's what, what's his name? Got? <laughs> yes, most definitely. He just looks like mm-hmm. he's a cocky bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, most definitely. He talks. he talks like, ugh, I would hate to work for him. Yeah, he doesn't seem like, like he would he'd be, be very condescending at all times. That's how he yeah. talks. It sounds even on Talking Dead when he's on there. He just has this condescending way of talking that's just like, really? Do you really think that highly of yourself? That you think you're that? You're, you're writing that great of stuff? It ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that he does. Mm-hmm. I think he really has, he's drank the Kool-Aid and he really thinks that he is just like so wonderful in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And so that's what happens. It turns into, into what it's about, about him yeah. and about what he wants and what the, his needs are and what he thinks that everybody should be doing because, you know, and I think he won some kind of award like in season six or something. So, you know, oh, maybe Lord. that kind of like solidified, yeah, because I was online and it's like maybe that kind of solidified for him that, ooh, I'm doing, a great you know, job. a great job and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So, Lord. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only part I think we have left to talk about is the Simon and Dwight stuff. Like, he's basically telling Dwight, Hey, you know, this shit ain't going to work. The way things are going, I don't know. Um, I wanted to talk to you, leader to leader. What are we going to do if we don't find this fool? Hmm. And are you with me? Are you in that? And uh, apparently Dwight, him flicking that cigarette meant he's with him. What did y'all think? I think we said this before. What's the guy's name? Simon is trying to stage a coup. Yeah, don't work out well for him. I don't think so either. At the end of the day, although it's fine because Negan's been carted off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget that girl, trash lady. What's the name of the person Dwight was asking about? She's still out there. She's not dead. Who? His wife? His wife? No, the one that realized that Diane. Is that her name, Diane? Wait, no, that's not her name. Hey, what happened to so-and-so? Sarah, Diane, something. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I kept thinking she was gonna pop up somewhere. She will. <laughs> yeah, because he was sitting there looking at her ring, their rings and stuff. At the beginning of the episode, he was looking at his wife's ring and all that other stuff. But the wife isn't the one who turned. That I figured out he was working with um the the uh, Rick's crew. Was you remember when they? Oh, when they, you're talking that, about the chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, her name is Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he came out of the bushes, um, he said, "I guess that was in um episode 11." Yeah. So I'm going back. He said, "Hey, what happened to her?" Yeah, we haven't we haven't seen her, so Dwight knows. Okay, I still gotta worry about her. Then, yeah, he better hope she dead. He better mm-hmm. hope she got caught up. Mm-hmm. I she thought she's gonna pop up. up at some point. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's gonna be all over for him when she does. Oh, we didn't talk about this either. When Rick and Negan were in there, and um, Negan was behind that one basement area. And and he was saying, "Look, you should just give up. I mean, I can protect you. I, you didn't made this hard. Um, and, Be my janitor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Rick's like, oh, like you did uh, Jadis's people. And Negan says, what do you mean? He's like, you killed yes. up all her people. And Negan's like, son of a bitch. So now he knows. Yeah, Simon lied. I lied. Mm-hmm. So yeah." Dwight, um, Simon's days ain't long. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think that when he gets out of the shit with Jadis, because you know he will, he gonna come back and wreak havoc on on Simon? That's that's probably part of the reason why we're getting to see more of Simon. Get to see, you know, (laughs) that's the same old story. Every time we get to see more about a person who ain't not gotten any information about, then their ass is getting killed or. Mm-hmm. Some shit, they and they're gone and off the show. Yep. So I like Simon though, actually. <laughs> I do too. I like him, but I, you know, I kind of feel like maybe his days are numbered. Oh, I think so. I definitely think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've exhausted that episode. Mm-hmm. I uh, still think eleven was better. <laughs> you do what? I like eleven better than I like this one. Oh, interesting. Oh, one thing though, how convenient is it that Sadiq is a doctor? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, really? Are they trying to make this more along that line of Carl and you know his vision of what the future is and helping people? And because he helps Sadiq, here's a gift. Yeah, kind of yeah. thing. I was. So, go ahead. What was the significance of the title of this episode? Then the key. It was that paper. It was that it was the papers that um, she got oh. from Georgie because it said the key to to the future. Uh, to the future. Yeah. Gotcha. But more. But so. Yeah. What were we just saying? I done lost my train of thought. So we're talking about how Sadiq is yeah, uh, surprise, yeah, surprise, medical I, personnel I, I or whatever he eyes. is. I rolled my eyes so hard on that. I was like, okay, really? Mm. <laughs> yeah, what a coinky dink. What yeah. a coinky dink. We got rid of one. It's like you can't have two 
black people on there <laughs> of the same sex at the same time. Exactly. Because as soon as one comes in, you go, oh, the other one's going to be dead. Got to kill one. Exactly. <laughs> Can't you see him in the white writer's room? Okay, now here are the rules. We can only have, we can't have more than two black people. We can't have more than two doctors on the show, okay? We can't have more than two Asian people. Can't no. Have more than two Latin people. No more than two gay people. Yeah. yeah. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. One Somebody comes gotta in, go. one gotta go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my One God. man enter, two men leave, or whatever so is that, that thing is. That, is. That, Come on now, she quotes the song. <laughs> <laughs> one man enter. Two men enter, one, one man, man leaves. <laughs> Boss town. Welcome oh. to Boss town. Hey, maybe that's what Alexandria is going to be. Because what did the woman say? She goes, I'm bartering. Remember, she told her that. Yes, she, she did. did. She ain't Bartered. no entity, though. Tina Turner was that. She goes, Welcome to Boss town. <laughs> Now, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think, wouldn't you go back, sorry, out of all three communities, which one, wouldn't you consolidate and say, okay, um, Alexandria is burnt, so we're not going there, but what about the kingdom versus Hilltop? Because to me, Hilltop looks awfully small. It does. It did look small. It looks like just a little bitty gate. It looks like just a little bit of space behind that big ass house and then a bunch of trailers and that's it. Yeah. And it would make thinking, more sense. Yeah. Because they already had shit set up at Kingdom to grow stuff and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would make sense. But, mm. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, if you think about how society is today, you know, some people want to live over here and some people want to live over there. And, you know, some people want to be really good at, I don't know, at making you know, growing wheat or whatever. And other people, they want to grow livestock. And so they kind of like separate and, but I mean, in the apocalypse, it probably would make sense, you know, yeah. cause it's not that many of them left anymore. So you don't have to split your resources. <laughs> mm-hmm. And work, mm-hmm. just work together, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking too. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, you know, um, I think we've talked that one to death too. <laughs> we have some feedback. And if y'all have been listening to the podcast, you know that uh, me and Sister Jay didn't exactly finish the feedback from last season. Because <laughs> we didn't even record the finale of last season. <laughs> we were so disgusted. We were like, oh, hell no. This did not, could not get it together. So I, we still have feedback from then. So I thought maybe we could, cause we only have a few, um, emails for these last couple of episodes. So maybe we could add a couple of the old ones and talk through those too. All right. So let's go back to season seven finale, put that hat on and <laughs> we'll get to, oh my it. God. I know, right. We're going all the way back. Uh, so this one is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. This is back from back in April of last year. He says, first email of the season. This entire season could have been told in nine or ten episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Same with last season, too. Sister J, I see why you're out of patience. 
they taking advantage of our attention span shit. <laughs> Glad it's over for now. Going to be waiting for my shows to come back. Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Since 8, Season 3, Grace and Frankie. By the time y'all finish up the podcast, oops, <laughs> uh, I'll be on vacation. Hope they let my black ass back into this country. <laughs> As spoken Lord. in, he says, as spoken in Arabic, wad on, oh shit now, wad, wad on inin, goodbye for now, a Manny Michonne. World traveler extraordinary. Yes, he is. Thank you, Manny. <laughs> I think his vacation then was, he was going to Dubai. I think that's where yeah. he went. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Sounds that sounds like a good oh, trip. I would love to go there. Mm-hmm. I have a cousin over there. She's teaching uh, part of that um, teach, uh, teach abroad, but for two years she goes over. She she's been over there for two years. They, wow. need, they needed folks to come over and teach English to the folks over there. She's she's single, no kids. I'm like, girl, go on for it. She Does she like good. it. Oh yeah, she likes it. <laughs> Yeah, hey, she's traveling here and there. I remember once she flew from there to Paris to go see Beyonce in concert. Wow. So, yeah. She's nice. going to some really, really nice places. So obviously they're paying well for that. Yeah. There's money yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. That's a good gig if you can get it. Yes. Well, thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Okay, our next one, this is also from last April, the finale, is from Tracy. Hi, sisters. I think she's a new listener. Um, Hi, sisters. This is Tracy from Baltimore. I like to think of myself as Sister T. I have been a listener of your podcast almost from the beginning. Oh, so she's not new. But this is my first time writing in. Yay. Yay! And she did it on Woo-hoo. the last Walking Dead finale. Oh Lord, help us! Where's my feedback? Oh my! I'm sorry, Tracy. We really just jacked your feedback up, didn't we? Tracy's like, I ain't gonna never write in no more. I know. I know. <laughs> she says, Aww. "I hope my email is still in time. Y'all got caught up quicker than I thought." Laugh out loud. Even, uh, yeah, we was a, yeah, we just gave up the ghost on that one. Even though I haven't written before, I think of you like my own sisters. I laugh along with you and argue back while I'm listening to you on the drive to work. And then there's the extended family, the cousins, Bunny, A. Manny Michonne, Jackie, Robert from the Bay, Shalita, Yam, Lady Aaron Middlefinger, Procrastinella, the men from down under. I love you all. Part of the magic of your podcast is that you have the best listeners ever. Oh, we do. We yeah. definitely do. <laughs> Another thing I love is the diversity of your fans. I don't know of any other fan podcast with an audience that includes people from so many countries, ethnicities, and walks of life. A veritable sister speak rainbow nation. <laughs> On that yeah. rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. On that rainbow, I fall somewhere between the sisters and Jackie, as I am Asian and African American. It's really nice as a woman of color to hear my viewpoint represented. Hey, Tracy. Oh, I know who this Tracy is. Is this the Tracy that was at the um, 
reunion last summer. This is Tracy from the reunion. Oh, How you doing, Tracy? Tracy? <laughs> she was, she had, um, her hair was kind of wavy, curly. She was an Asian, Asian lady. And gosh, what table is she at? She came by herself and I can't remember what table she was at. And she did hang with us a little bit at the con of Thrones also for like the first day. And then I didn't see her again. And then I was like, wait, where, where'd she go? And then I don't think mm-hmm. we've heard from her either. So, hey, Tracy. <laughs> Hello. Hope, hope you're Hello. doing good. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, because she said she was from Baltimore. Yep, this is that Tracy. Oh, okay. I'll have to find, um, if we go to our website, sistospeakproductions.com and go to, oh shit, what's the page? I done forgot myself. We have a page of our events of where we've been. And so, um, we've got pictures from last year's reunion on there. So, oh, okay. anyway, I'll have to go back and look at the pics. Uh, so she goes on to say, so as far as the walking dead, I don't have much to say, except this was the most boring one yet. I think that's why Sister J was feeling grumpy this year. Poor thing. (laughs) Oh, you think it's only been this year? Okay. (laughs) Oh, my. I don't think I could have made it through podcasting this season. And Sister K, you've had the patience of a saint and kept your enthusiasm. You deserve a purple heart. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow, that's going wow. Uh, really far. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to side with Sister J and say I'm out for season eight. Would you please do a Westworld podcast next time? Oh, I would have loved uh-huh. to do a Westworld podcast. That show is hmm. awesome. Do you watch that, um, Kim? <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I um I know I did that out loud. I watched uh, uh you know how you can do like a free preview or whatever yeah. of the cable channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And um I don't I thought it was okay. I'm sorry. I know y'all going to throw stuff at me. No. But no. I, I I thought it was okay. I didn't really get into it and I did not see the last couple of episodes. Because my free view ran out, so and I didn't want to renew. I didn't want to buy this, the channel. Gotcha. So it was okay. I don't. I didn't really get what like what the hoopla was about. So sorry. And I was disappointed because I really wanted to like it a mm-hmm. lot, and it was. A, and I remember the old movie way back when, and I was like, yeah, I want to watch this. I'm excited. And then I was like, I don't. I'm kind of, I was kind of bored the first few episodes, so sorry. I wonder if you got to an episode where you're like, oh my goodness. I got up to the part where, um, Sandy Newton's character Mm -hmm. realized what was happening. Okay. So that's probably like four or five. Yeah, well, she okay. and then she started kind of being in charge. Mm-hmm. So I got to that part, and then after that, when she was kind of directing things, I didn't see the rest of. I didn't see the the last couple of episodes after that. So there was the part where oh, is this a spoiler? That's okay. Or is you it okay to say because it's been a while? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So I did get to the part where I think it's Anthony Hopkins character. Um, and I don't know the guy's name, the, the black guy's name. Bernard. Bernard where is he, his character's name. Yeah, gets killed. Mm-hmm. And he's also, uh, you know, a robot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did get to that part. That part, I was like, oh, snap. You know, like, wow. So that part was, like, really good. And that, that was pretty intense. But then other than that, I was kind of like, I did want to see what happened in the end after, Than you know, Thandie Newton, she figured out what was going on. Um, but, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I really liked it. I really liked the the show because it has intrigue and you really didn't couldn't predict what was happening. Although I will say yeah. there were some parts of it that you're like, okay, this is a little dull. Mm-hmm. But I was entertained most episodes for the most part, and just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, especially at the very beginning. So it's on my list to watch. Yeah, and it's coming back the end of April, so you gotta. A little bit of time. I'm interested to see what happens. Um, if you ever do get a chance to watch the finale, mm-hmm. um, you might be interested. I think I'm looking at a picture of uh, Tracy right now. Uh, Are you? Does she have on like a? Does she have on like a? Oh, now look! I can't remember what she had on. <laughs> she said, she said, like, I don't know what I had on yesterday. <laughs> I think this might be because she said she's uh, Af- she's uh, African American and uh, Asian, right? Yes. I think this is her. It's just like a fair-skinned Asian lady. Yes. I think this might be her. Yeah. Are you on the website? Yeah, I went to the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know we have pictures, and I. Um, so when we met in um, Nashville at the reunion, she had mentioned that she was a. Uh, she she was a listener, and I was like, well, I don't remember ever seeing you write in or anything. She said, no, I hadn't. And then I didn't even think about that when we started reading it until she mentioned I was like, this is the Tracy. But I know that since then I've been thinking, I wonder what what, what happened to her. Because we saw her the first day um, at the reunion, and then the first day of the con, and then that was it. I didn't see her the rest of the weekend. Oh, so okay. I know that a couple of us were like, what happened? Where did, Tra- did she go home? We didn't hear from her. Because we had like a group text. We didn't hear any text from her. So hmm. hope you made it home okay. Because we this is from last April. So that's the last time I think I, we've seen her. I don't think she's in the group. Uh, oh, okay. At all. But yeah, that's probably her. Because I don't remember what she had. But very, very nice. Very, very pretty, pretty woman. Y'all had a good time too. Oh, it was it was a blast. Well, that was fun. For that, uh, <laughs> for the hot chicken, of course. <laughs> you, you, I missed that whole debacle. Thank God. Thank goodness. So. <laughs> thank goodness. You don't. Yeah, you don't want to. You didn't want to experience that mess. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of y'all, just as a segue, for those of y'all who don't know about our reunions, we've had two so far. We're going to have a third one this year in Dallas this summer. In um, a, a very nice Hilton Granite Park Hotel. And um, we're going to have the same customary dinner and dancing and photo booth. But we're also adding an extra day where we're going to have a game night. 
which is a totally separate event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That sounds like it. Uh, Sister K going, Sister J going to whip them on everybody in spade. Probably. <laughs> she going to try. Now we got to put some challenge to that, y'all. Uh, that that ain't me. That ain't yeah. me. I, I ain't going to step in there and get spanked. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch from the sideline. <laughs> I will watch from the sideline. Uh, I, I get you on some trivial pursuit now. Oh, honey, now Trivial Pursuit, I can't do. Well, I, I only have certain categories, like entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you need help on geography and history, you better leave my ass alone. I know, right? Because I was always I one of those. I am not the one. I was one of those people that was like, who is able to answer these damn questions? Because I can't get nothing right <laughs> in this damn Trivial Pursuit. This is too hard for me. Yeah, I'm pretty oh good at Monopoly. Gosh. Pretty good at that. That's a long I'm game. I'm gonna bring my Game of Thrones Monopoly. Uh, All right, now there we go. Now yeah. you're talking. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> so, had on a multi-colored shirt, like a little. She had on yeah, a that blue. Was her. That yeah, was her. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I had a quite, quite a nice turnout there too. That's good. It was. It was very nice. I am going to try very nice, very best to make it there this year. It's Texas. It's y'all neck of the woods. I gotta come. You gotta <laughs> procrasty. I gotta come. I got all that good food there too. Well, got oh, it. Yes. I want to come a day early just so I can hit like at least one good, you know, joint to eat there. And um, yes, in come early. I know that um, Sister LM and Sister A are coming. Shoot, I can't remember if it's Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try and come in on a Thursday or if not. When does it, does it end on a Sunday? Yeah, so it'll be Friday night, the game night, Saturday, the the dinner and dancing. And then Sunday, people can go home, but we're going to hopefully do an impromptu brunch or get together before everybody leaves on Sunday. Oh, that That sounds like fun. Where's that place y'all went in Nashville that was so good? Monell's. Where you had your brunch? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was... Uh, cooking channel. Bomb. I was myself. I'm like, I could have been there eating that. Oh my god! It was oh. amazing. I still think about that place. Wow! It was. They just. I mean, there's no menu. They just bring the food in platters, and you. Oh my god! And you sit family style. Well, if you listen to our reunion recap, which is a long as podcast, but um, we, we all talk it was about good. it. But it was like <laughs> you came. And however you are in the line is how you get seated at the table. You can't hold oh. no seats. And it's, oh, yeah. there's people. There's just <laughs> random. You're sitting with other customers that you don't even know at the same table. And she, and they just put the food on the thing and say, pass it. Big ass platters <laughs> of sausage, bacon, ham, grit. Now, I, I don't really like grits. But Ugh. them cheese grits was the bomb. Really? They were Ooh, good. I, I don't even like grits. Oh, I love. Them. I was trying everything. They had pancakes. They had sausage, hash browns. Um, they did have fried chicken, and did they have? They had like some kind of um, fruit compote types. Applesauce. I don't even know what it was, but I didn't eat that too much. But it was so good. And they just brought it out, and they kept bringing it out till you were like, "Okay, I'm done." Wow! Please yes. tell me y'all got a place like that in Dallas. Or somewhere nearby. No. We need one. (laughs) (laughs) We need a place like that here in Dallas. There might be, and I just don't know what it is, but 
we need a place like that here because oh, i'd yeah, be at it perfect. all the time so anyway it was a lot of fun so if anyone would like to come and party with the sisters you got to come to the reunion go to sisterspeakproductions.com slash register to get your tickets now it's going to be a blast and we're hoping on saturday af- morning afternoonish before the actual dinner to have some kind mm-hmm. of an outing have a couple of options for people that want to either go shopping or go sightseeing or you know what have you so we haven't Just figured out what that's going to be. There's a ton of breweries and wineries Ooh. in the area. So that's Ooh. one option. <laughs> you got some good spas. There are some good spas in the area. Yes, there are. And there is fantastic shopping around where we're going to be. Where the hotel awesome. is. And it's within um, the shuttle distance. And very nice. The, the hotel's in this very nice area where people just like walk and eat and there's restaurants and there's bars and there's all kind of, it's just a really nice little area so we got lucky getting um, a space where we did very nice so, yeah exciting okay <laughs> so Tracy um, wait a minute I don't think I finished her email so she oh she was talking about Westworld and we got caught off we got caught off track <laughs> yeah <laughs> So she goes on to say, the main reason I am writing in is that I'm so excited about the family reunion. I already was going to the Con of Thrones, and I think I'll be able to extend my vacation to fly in a couple of days early for the big party. It'll be a thrill to see the family in person and put a face to the to all the voices. Can't wait to see you all there, Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. Oh, oh that's nice. So nice. <laughs> Well, we would love to hear from you. I, maybe she's not watching The Walking Dead anymore, and that's why she hasn't written in again. Or maybe it's because we never read her email. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tracy. Please forgive us. Come back. <laughs> Come back to us. Okay, let's do um, one more from back in the day. This one is from... Who is this from? Oh, uh, I don't know if it's just pronounced Cherry or Cherie. I think it's... Sh- it's C-H-E-R-I-E. Cherie. Cherie or Cherry? Cherie, maybe. Cherie. I think Cherie. Probably Cherie. Okay. She says, hello, sisters. Wanted to leave my first official feedback for The Walking Dead. Oh, no. Cherie, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Oops. <laughs> sorry. Ooh, I feel bad now. Oh, I hope you back no more. I know, right? <laughs> I ain't gonna need feedback no more. <laughs> I'm sure I am sure her and Trace are like, fuck them sisters. Shit. Oh, I took yeah. the time to write in my damn feedback and them bitches never read it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh Lord. I'm sorry, Ooh. Cherie. Uh she says Number one, Michonne getting her ass beat really surprised me. Oh, yeah, that pissed me off. That was some bullshit. Thank you. It's my opinion that it was because she didn't have her katana, which I believe to be the source of her power. Happy she threw that chick off the roof. Mm. That was a bullshit scene. Oh, so it was. And then when she did finally get the upper hand, you're like, how the hell she was getting her ass kicked? How the hell she knocked the chick off the side of the building? Yo, that was some bullshit. Bullshit. Yo, never gets her ass beat. 
That's all I got. got uh huh. You right though. Thank you. You're right. I have to agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. The only time was in the first season when her husband was doing it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was it. Uh, number two, I was really surprised the garbage people ended up being a bunch of dirty traders. I was so mad at that ugly haircut chick. I was hoping to see her get sniped right through that goofy, <laughs> that goofy mop on her head. But I guess that's something to look forward to for next season. Well, Cherie, it ain't happened yet. And we on episode 12. <laughs> Good Lord. And it probably ain't going to happen anytime soon. Now, that's the only thing I can say about that last scene with Negan and um, what's her name? Jadis. Is maybe mm-hmm. he takes Lucille to her ass before he gets he gets away. <laughs> so we don't have to see her anymore. <laughs> I know. Just go away, Jadis. Thank you. Ugh. Three. Negan cracked me up when he saw Maggie and said, that widow is alive. (laughs) 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 Too bad no one thought to shoot him when Sasha was trying to bite his face off. Also, (laughs) I think she made an awesome zombie. I miss seeing fresh ones. Yeah, that's a good point. We don't see fresh ones hardly anymore. No. Uh, I love the podcast and I hope you guys have a change of heart about continuing to do it because your podcast is the best. I know you guys didn't like the fear of the walking dead, but I have to say every episode you podcasted cracked me the hell up. I listened to, (laughs) Oh, I definitely couldn't podcast that motherfucking show. (laughs) But I have to say it did improve last season. That's what people are saying. It was actually good. It now, was actually good. Now I do, I will say, did you see the, um, the, I think they had like two or three commercials for fear during epi- this last episode of the walking dead. And they looked interesting because there were some people that I didn't like the new people they've got in there. Like some woman was getting out of this truck, military woman. Oh yeah. I think I, I did see one of those. And then there was Morgan was in one scene. And of course yes. expressionless as chick. And then there was mm-hmm. somebody else that I didn't recognize, too, in the commercial. And I was like, okay, now that looks interesting, but I can't see how they're going to make this better. I don't know, but it was it was good last. I was surprised. I don't know why I kept watching it, because the first two seasons, I was like, this is some bullshit. This is some shit. Yeah. But I kept watching it, and I was like, God dang, does that woman, is she alive? You know? So... But the, I don't know. Something happened in the third season. It just, it was really good. It, clicked, it was huh? actually good. Yeah. Something clicked the writing. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it was, it was actually good. Yeah. I have to say it was actually better than walking dead. I've <laughs> that's heard what a lot of people were saying. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Hmm. It was. Well, they didn't get me to watch, but that's what a lot of people well, were saying. Well, I might, I always say I'll, I'll never say never, but. I got so much other shit to watch. I don't know if I'll ever go back to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she says, um, I listened to one other Walking Dead podcast, and when they criticize it, they annoy me because of what they choose to criticize. But you guys are great. Whether you love something or hate it, you can guarantee listening to you guys talk about it will be entertaining. You're the only podcast that makes me literally laugh out loud. And if you guys do give up on The Walking Dead, I hope you do Westworld instead. Oh, another Westworld fan. 
Wow. Sorry, I know this is a little long, but I needed to get in my compliments. <laughs> Take Aww. care. Oh, we love those, Cherie. Take care, uh, Cherie from Massachusetts. P.S. Were you guys also wondering if something dirty was happening while they were doing the close-ups of Sasha in the casket? Huh? <laughs> some people thought that she was uh, playing with herself. What? Really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Who who was saying that? I I read some stuff online that people oh. thought that she was doing something what? or that she was having a, a very private moment. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, so people are just nasty ass. <laughs> <laughs> who was thinking that shit? Yep, but a lot of people did. That is <laughs> yeah. funny. She says, um, that shit was making me feel like I was looking through somebody's blinds. <laughs> oh, snap. So uh, apparently Cherie thought that she looked like she was doing something too. Yes, a lot of people did. Yeah. I never heard that. Yep, if you look online, some of the art is like, what is she doing? It looked like she was having <laughs> she an dying. orgasm. Or That's something. what she was doing. She was dying. <laughs> she was dying, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Cherie. That was a great email. We should have read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you just did, so yeah, we best, just you did. know. <laughs> we got it in. We got it in. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the feedback for these this week and last week's episode. Uh, so the first one we've got is from Jeff. 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 Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. He says, "Okay, this he calls this the garbage episode." Hello, sisters and nation. Once again, another useless episode. (laughs) Before I give my feedback, a thought about last week's episode. If the saviors are hunting Rick's group and the Alexandrians are having to sneak through swamps and shit because the roads are being watched, how were Rick and Michonne able to drive willy-nilly to the garbage dump with no occurrences? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ooh, indeed. That is a good question. How? Yeah. How? Mm-hmm. Number one, Father Shipbeard and Doctor Whatever scenes were oh useless. God. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it reminded me of when Trickho Andrea tried to flee from the governor, only to get snatched up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. That whole episode. Now, actually, that was a pretty decent. If now thinking back and looking at where we're at today, that was a good episode <laughs> when she was mm-hmm. running from him. Yes, that I thought it was. I like that. one. Yeah, that was a good one. Even though I didn't like her, but that was a good one. Yeah. I was like, "Run, bitch, run!" I was too. <laughs> I can't stand her ass, but she was slick too. Yeah, yeah. She and almost she, got away. And then she got she caught anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two speaking of the doctor why was Gabriel the one who noticed the pill bottles <laughs> <laughs> that's my question too you said that why was Gabriel the one who noticed the pill bottles before the good doctor 
Wouldn't you, as a doctor who knows how scarce medicine is in the zombie apocalypse, instinctively grab any medicine you come across? Shaking my head. (laughs) My thoughts, too. Oh, that's funny. Number three. I love how grumpy Margaret is with Gregory. It gives me life. (laughs) It is. This is great. (laughs) I love that he called her Margaret. Yeah. (laughs) They may end up as a couple at some point. Uh Oh, No. No, I don't think they're going to go that crazy. They ain't ain't going to go that crazy. Uh, You didn't think they'd kill off Carl, did you, either? No, we sure didn't. That's true. You're right on that one. No, Margaret has more sense. Thank you. And Gregory is so fucking weaselly. I mean, come on. He's so good at it. He is good. I do like him. I do like him. When he goes up, he got fence, and he's like, "Uh, so you think you might let us out? (laughs) She's like, no. He's like, make a run for it. (laughs) Greg is like one step above Eugene, okay? Right, exactly. One step above Except that he's he's actually one step below because he's not useful for anything. He don't got no kind of smarts. Not a damn thing. He can't put nothing together. He can't fix nothing. Nothing. So Eugene's actually got a little bit up on him. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. (laughs) A little. Oh, gosh. He says, well, that's it for me. I hope we don't have to see Maggie falling for that cute savior. Ugh. Who? Which oh. one's cute? The no. one that was asking, can you let us out for short yeah, periods him. of time and uh-uh. all that stuff? No. He's the one who said, um, last night you took out one of our men, remember? He's the one. Yeah. 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 Nah, no. they would Well, mm-hmm. I can't uh, say what they wouldn't do. Uh, no, that's true. Carl changed the game on that one for me. So <laughs> I ain't gonna never say what they won't do now. Shit, they might have Michonne fall in love with Carol for all we damn know. Right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh jeez! Oh they, oh they gotta earn my trust back after killing off Carl. So mm. yeah. <laughs> Sir, uh, he says, um, uh, "Sir Jeff Grimes of House Clegane," which is a Game of Thrones reference. So. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, that's funny. I love it. Um, why is Gabriel the one noticing them damn pills? <laughs> Who can half see anyway? Yeah, I was like, his ass, he's blind. Yeah. Almost blind. I don't yeah. I didn't get that either. That was disgusting. Well, I guess they call themselves being artsy, showing it through um father gabriel's eyes oh yeah that, that was some that was some stupid art yeah it looked like it, it didn't look like the it didn't look like an eye a bird's eye view okay if you get my drift it didn't look like it was like a butthole Thank it you. did it looked like an anus it did i'm, I'm yep. like what are y'all going for <laughs> yep <laughs> a butthole <laughs> Rather fitting, don't you think? Since the the show is quite shitty as of late. Yes, it is. That's a good. Yep, it is. Oh gosh. Maybe they're trying to tell us. Hey, we know the show is shit. Okay, we yeah. We know this too. Mm. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, and our last piece of feedback for this episode is from Procrasti. You're gonna like this. Ozzy John. 
Supposed to say that if you stared at it, said, Oh, what a, was it? It was a raise up light, raise up light. Oh, rise up. Rise up. up. You, you say rise, rise up, up blades. It sounds like raise up light. Yeah. It's like rise up, rise up blades or something like that. It comes across as razor blades. Yeah. Rise up blades. <laughs> <laughs> We're easily amused, Kim. <laughs> Hey, I love a good accent myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to watch Game of Thrones, girl. Uh, yep. It's I, all I accent will. all the time. Mm-hmm. Check that out. So, Ozzy yeah. John says, Hey, Sister K, here's a voicemail to save your voice. All right. Hey, Sister K, and special guest of the week. This is Ozzy John. Just had a few thoughts on The Working Dead for this half season so far. First one, I enjoyed your Zombie Scotty podcast last week with special guests Tash and Sister Kay. And I do agree with him <laughs> about Jadis the- and the garbage people. That getting a backstory helped them. Wait a minute, that was some low-key shade, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll take on for you. He always throws <sighs> And Sister Kay. Ooh. And I do agree with him about Jadis and the garbage people. That getting a backstory helped them, but it was still too little too late. And now, I do remember, I do remember, I think a while ago, they did actually promote Jadis, or the actress, to a full-time person. So now her with Negan, she may be taking Negan back to Rick. And if Denai Guerrero, Michonne, becomes too big for the show, maybe Jadis will become Trico number six. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I'm enjoying Simon and him playing the Game of Thrones, where you win or you die. <laughs> But this new character, I have a little problem. Yes. She's trading knowledge for food and everything, but why can't our group just go raid a bookshop, bookshop, or go raid a library for textbooks and everything? Why? Why are they trading for yes, from a person's head and a flimsy scrapbook? Go to a. <laughs> I thought, like, I, why aren't they raiding bookshops or libraries? Go get their information there. Anyway. That's my thoughts. Oh, my God, good Cheers, ladies and guests. Have a good one, Ozzy John. Oh, thank you, Ozzy John. <laughs> thank you, Ozzy John. He's, he's got a point. Yes. Why are we waiting for her? Why can't we go to the bookstore? Mm-hmm. Or the damn library. They public. They free. They always been free. <laughs> hey. And and Barnes and Noble ain't no bi- zombies reading books. <laughs> well, hell no. <laughs> Just like they ain't got diabetes. Tell them, Sister K. <laughs> well, I'm still on the fence about the diabetes. <laughs> hey, you know what I just realized? When are we going to see some blind zombies? How do we know if there are any? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they walking around in this shit and stuff. How would you know? I'm just saying. Think about it. We ain't seen no blind zombies. Well, zombies in the wheelchairs. We ain't seen them. 
Well, we, wait, we did in the old there. folks' home. We saw them in the old folks' home. So we, we got blind dogs. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, <laughs> that's a you good point. This this one for sister. This one for sister J for Shorty Mac. We ain't seen no little zombies. No. <laughs> you sure haven't. You sure haven't. No, that's true. I'm just saying, we got all kind of underrepresented. So that goes back to my diabetes comment. So, would the, when, if they're blind in life, when they become a zombie, would their sight, their sight would not come up? (laughs) Hell no. They would still be blind, right? Their ass would be blind. That's what, see, that's what I'm saying about the diabetes. Yep. And if you got AIDS, if you're a zombie, you you were you were, you had AIDS before you died and became a zombie. You a zombie with AIDS, then, right? <laughs> oh Lord, now, but you can't tell I, that. No, you can't. Just so, saying. but like, but like a physical impairment, like being not a being blind able to walk or, yeah. or yeah. yeah, I feel I'm like just, that would still continue, which would mean yeah. that your diabetes would continue, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would. Well, but since you're a zombie, okay, so then do you die? Because if you're a diabetic and you're not getting your pills or your insulin and you become a zombie, your body would you, shut down. I don't they think dead so. already. Yeah, that's true. That's so is it like a is it like a terminator, a cycle that keeps going and going and going? I mean, think about it. You're already dead. Can you die again? Mm. Oh. No, I just <laughs> think they, dead is dead. If these are things they need to address. They were okay. like giving us naked zombies. I want to see you. some little zombies. And I never did see that naked one. There wasn't. The, it was in that scene with um, Rick and no, it was uh, Simon and Dwight. That's when the naked one walked up. That's huh. what, and okay. it just looked like Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> stringy hair and he was skinny or she or he I mean you couldn't really see body part I mean you know it was just yeah, yeah you couldn't even tell it was naked probably no so it was just kind of you knew there were no clothes on it but mm-hmm. it wasn't like you could see boobs or or, or a ping ping or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl what happened to the parts and pieces when you become a zombie <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's, oh, that's interesting. Funny. That is too yeah. funny. All about you know, bodily uh, women. You know, once a month. Yeah. Does that still happen? Oh, before? that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's gone. I'm you thinking think so? I guess so. Yeah. Huh? I think you're dead. Because if you're, dead. yeah. So I guess that would stand to. Hmm, I don't think that would work anymore. I, I wonder if inevitably they're going to speed these zombies up because they think people for people don't pay attention. But I ain't forgot uh, about what season four when Beth and Daryl in that funeral home, them dumb zombies were fast. They were they fast. Were fast. Yeah, they were fast. And I think one of them tried to turn a damn doorknob. See, they don't think people be paying yes, attention. Yes, they did in season one. Morgan's wife, didn't he try? Yes, to, Morgan's wife in the first episode, she turned the knob. Mm-hmm. Cause that yeah. was suspenseful. You were like, "Oh shit, she gonna come yep. up in there." You know mm-hmm. what? And actually, let's go back to that. I think she was like one of the best zombies they've had. Oh yeah. my god! Do you remember her? Yeah, so good. She her makeup out of me. Yeah, she was freaky. She was like 
the way she was twitching and shit. She and you know who I thought she was for the longest time? I thought she was Tara's mama from True Blood. What was Tara's mama's yes. name? Otome or what was oh. Otome? Otome. Oh, yeah. Otome. I thought it was her, but it wasn't. It but wasn't. gosh, looked like she her. She had the like teeth and everything. That's true. She yeah. was one of the best walkers, I feel like, ever because she was twitchy. She was mm-hmm. creepy. And she just mm-hmm. had this look in her eye. It was vacant, but it was also like she could see through you. I don't know. It was just it was like, yeah. yeah like and it was, and it was that that kind of that theme about remembering like what your old life was, yeah, exactly. even though you're the the dead. Yeah. And so you would go back and repeat that. But I don't see that anymore. No, you don't. Okay. Y'all making yeah. me sad. Y'all making me think about Walking Dead back when it was. Good. I know. <laughs> I know. Making myself so because we so were he yeah. seen, I was like, okay, who is this? I mean, Lenny James is such a good actor yeah, anyway. Oh, is. oh my gosh. Girl, that accent, he had me go. crying in that scene. Yeah. Yes. Remember his little boy would run and hide and cover his ears? ears. You know, mm-hmm. Little Dwayne. And I don't like what mm-hmm. they did to little Dwayne either, but okay, I get it. Oh, me either. You know, black but, men stand a chance on this show. Just I ask Noah. And I still ain't over the crappy treatment he got. Ooh. He did not have to die like that. He had probably the oh, worst oh, death no. ever. That was you know who has one of the worst deaths ever? T-Dog. Remember T-Dog? Yes, I love mm-hmm. T-Dog. Our first yeah. black man. Yeah, yes. I, I still think uh, I still think Noah's was worse. That was not did necessary. Not. They didn't have to do that to T-Dog. They didn't. They didn't. And mm-hmm. shoot, not to mention they had him all subservient to whip his face uh he always plays a racist, and he plays him so good. Michael Rooker, what was Merle. that Daryl's brother's name? Merle. Merle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Merle. It wasn't the racial slurs that bothered me. It was how T-Dog was scared of him. I'm like, have you taken a I'm like, what was wrong with these showrunners? Did they take a look at Ernie Singleton? Does he look like he's scared of a motherfucker? No. But they mm-hmm. had him like. Well, but I don't think he was scared of Merle. Initially, that that first their first encounter, they had him like over there, like almost quivering because Merle was threatening to shoot him. Ah, fuck. They, they, well, they yeah, always... I mean, if someone had a gun up on you, you'd be scared. Yeah, I felt like the the look that T Dog was giving Merle when he was handcuffed and stuff was he was debating on whether do I let this fucker go because he was not a killer type person. So it was like yeah. the fear mm-hmm. of him going against what he would do as a person against this person who was talking shit to you a minute ago. Yeah, they tried to make him noble Negro. They always do that. Well, excuse me, magical Negro. Because there's always that in the story. You know, it's always got to be that. They need to do better how they write. write, Well, do me a favor. Let a black man live on this show. (laughs) And Yeah, and not turn into a... Uh, from a badass to a no-ass or whatever. Yeah, it's like Tyrese. <laughs> yeah. That was oh, awful. That was awful. They turned him into a nursemaid. Oh. Do it one time. Literally. Come on, do it one time. Please. I don't want to kill walkers no more. <laughs> I don't want to go down no side no more, Karen. <laughs> I love you, Karen. <laughs> Oh my god! Carrying around the children, the children. Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to care for the babies now. Oh, oh that was the worst. That, that was you know the worst. What? That was season. Was that season three? 
or two. No. Was that like five or something? That was five, probably. What? No, they were in the prison. Okay, yeah, that, maybe it was that, season that, four. That was, be, yeah, that, that was, was before, before the governor. with Terminus and all that. So that had to be three. No, that was after the governor. Yeah, because they were all on the road in a car, remember? Yeah, they were all split up and separated. Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right. And they right, were headed, right. to, headed to Terminus. But, but that whole walker at the gate thing was while they were still at the prison. Yeah, before oh, Karen. yeah. Well, when Karen got started. And then burn it up. Yeah, when she started burning up, folks. And if you ask me, that's when my that's when my Carol hate started right there. Because she, Rick Rick was the the he was in charge. Okay, he was the man. Her ass want to go rogue and start burning. (laughs) Uh She said, "Look, they sniveling. They got to go." Uh, you, you guys, no, I'm going to make an executive decision. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm, like, uh-uh. I'm in charge here. She basically oh, saying, your fuck ass wasn't going to take care of it, so I did. Exactly. Yep, she did. <laughs> but no, then no. she redeemed herself later. They let her have that redemption, you know. The girl. Yeah. No, that was their way of, you know, well, we just can't have Michonne being the most strongest right. one on here. Well, I agree that's, with that, yeah. too. I agree that's with that, my too. take on it. So, yeah. and see, that that colored, I read in an art, this is what really, you know, nothing, it, it's more like my, hey, she does a good job as an actress, Melissa McBride. Uh-huh. I read in an article that Sarah Callis went and pleaded for them, I know my characters go because they were going to kill Carol off in the prison. Remember when T Dog got bit? And yeah. Uh, face when uh, uh, what's that child's name? Lori got eaten up by the big fat Walker. Uh-huh. So she's like, "Why don't you all keep Carol?" And then she goes. The actors went and pitched a storyline to them about that's what did it for me because you know black actresses can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. They don't get to do that. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, I can't stand the character Carol. So you get to go uh-huh. and say, hey, this is, uh, why don't we do this with my character? She could be this, that, and the other. I'm like, really, bitch? Really? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's why. But I'm that, not mad at her for that. Cause look, you're trying to, uh-uh. you know, preserve but your black job. actresses don't get to do that, Sister K. You know, they don't. Right. We, but that's not her fault. Though. That's not her fault that they don't. They don't get to do that same shit. They they didn't give the please. They were you saw what they did to the nine when they got the terminus had her looking like Yafa damn Koto with that what the uh, hell? that ugly ass. Um, um, you went back to your fat Koto. They were doing everything they could to downplay her femininity. Mm-hmm. They, they they didn't want to make her attractive. They didn't they didn't want to make her sensual. But yet homegirl shit still came through because. Then I got well, chemistry. They, they still do that. That's what that those dreads are. Because you yeah. cannot tell me that those wouldn't have been cut off one year, one month into the uh, <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she would have been like, "Fuck this shit. It's hot. It's hot. Mm-hmm. These guys go her have her beautiful bald ish head mm-hmm. and be yeah. her but beautiful she's self. No matter what is on top of her head, she is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's she true too. But they can't do that because that's the thing about Hollywood is that your lead, you can't have anyone outshining the lead person and not even realizing this is an ensemble show at this point. 
everyone mm-hmm. has can have their beauty shine. You don't have to yeah. downplay someone else to let the beauty shine. But the problem is Hollywood never sees black women mm-hmm. as beautiful mm-hmm. or sexual. I remember back when I was a kid watching shows and I'm like, how come the black man you don't get to wear a bikini? You know, you ever look, they always mm-hmm. had the black women covered up on TV, doing any and everything yeah. they could to hide their sensuality. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the thing. Like my friend, she told me, she goes, black actresses, no, you got to have chemistry with everything. I mean, you got to have chemistry with the doorknob to shine, to make them to see you. And they do. They they rise to the occasion. I mean, the, mm-hmm. even though the, she, the governor, they I mean, they had chemistry when they were fighting. Uh, deny and the guy who played the governor. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah, they did. I mean, she's got chemistry. You can't deny it, whether it, you know, soft moments, you know, um, anger fueled moments, yeah. and even low key sensuality stuff. I mean, she it's not like she's there. Ooh, put me in the front. I mean, you know, right, the cream right. rise, you know, to the top. But black black actors, we we all know this. They don't get a fair shake mm-hmm. when it comes to roles. So that, like I said, hey. That's why when we see someone who looks like us in a show, we gravitate to it. And people throwing all this shade about Black Panther, people are excited because, come on, how many people did you see that looked like you when you were a kid watching movies and stuff? I know I, I'm older than you, Nobody. Sister. I'm older than you, Sister Cam. No. I'm 52. I know I didn't see a lot of Black women on TV growing up when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. This saw even yeah. less in the movie. I listened to this podcast this weekend and the guy talked about um it's uh what they call black on black cinema, the four black guys who get together and talk about movies. Mm-hmm. And he said the people sitting next to me making comments irritates the hell out of me. But he goes he goes, I was sitting next to this sixty year old black woman and he goes, She wasn't talking back to the screen but she was just really animated and he goes, It just flooded my heart experiencing her joy at mm-hmm. seeing some, you know, seeing herself, seeing people who look like her on the screen, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yeah, what Hollywood doesn't get, and people who always go, "Well, what if we made a White Panther?" Dude, white has been the default for film since forever. Forever. I mean, come on. all you need to do is look at old creepy ass Woody Allen's movies, and Ugh. he makes movies oh, in I can't New York. Stand him. Uh, and who's watching his pedophile. shit anyway? Thank you, pedophile. A lot of, people, a lot of these yeah. actors that go and act in his movies still. Oh yeah, I still I look sideways at a couple of them. Like, really, you working with him? Come on, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. now you can get a job somewhere else. Thank but, you. Yeah, that's yep. the thing. People are just excited to see themselves up on the screen. There's this new show coming on called Vita, I think, um, about a, um, a Latino family. I want to check that out. Oh. Thing. I mean, what can, people, yeah, yeah I want to. I haven't heard of that, but I'll check that out. Yeah, I think it's going to be on. I don't know if it's going to be on premium cable like Showtime or whatever, but um, it's not. You know, uh, I think these two sisters go back home and find for their mother's death and discover their mother was a lesbian. They didn't know. Oh, and, interesting. And one of the girls, she's um, she's more mainstream. I don't know if she's trying to pass as white or whatever, but the neighborhood feels like she's left them behind and that, you know, that she's not, you know, embracing her Latina, you know, her, it looks like a really good show. I mean, that's the good thing. You see all these different slices of life, you know, but yeah, you can still relate to them. Shit, people watch, watch This Is Us and they can relate to the story of Randall. Yeah, yeah. And, and they mm-hmm. can, or Kate. 
Because if you got good writing, that's the whole point. If you got good writing, you, hey, the story's going to tell itself and yes. people will they will watch. I mean, come on. I'm not Asian, but I love the hell out of the Joy Luck Club. I mean, come on. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. That's a very good movie. It's Hollywood mm-hmm. is not being so myopic thinking, well, only black people are going to like this movie. Uh, no. I, no. There was quite a want to see Black Panther and Asian please it was a good movie it was just different because we don't get to see a movie with so many black people in it yeah. and yep. we're running for freedom running for our life either you know <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know they will have us they'll have us as a slave stop it I love groups okay I still have to see 12 Years a Slave because I got to be in the mood to be depressed when I watch that. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched I that can't. either because I can't. I, I, that is that yeah. was like horrible. I saw it in the theater and I was like, I will never watch that again. It was it just was, too it was, lifelike. It was pretty bad. Cause, it was bad. I'm not watching it. It's like what you would probably actually imagine what it was really like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, yeah. It was it was horrible. Yeah. Maybe I got to be drunk and depressed in order to watch that one. Yes, you will be very drunk. Mm. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of past watching that. Kind of, I mean, uh-uh, uh-uh. we don't need to. I'm not saying anything against those kind of movies, but I'm I'm like, we can do more than just those kind of movies now. Yes, I and agree. We can, and I just don't. That's why I like game of thrones and walking dead and fantasy because mm-hmm. i can't life is too real enough is real enough i don't need to see the real shit and death murder kill and all that you know we exactly see it on the news every day i don't want to see that in my entertainment yeah a little escape or if you want darkness you don't want it that dark you know right right i mean i like dark but i mean let it be fa- yeah, fake dark. Just... like fake dark fake dark <laughs> but not like the real the real files from that murder yeah. investigation they done pulled out and made a yeah. script around it i yeah. don't want to see that you know stuff yeah. like 12 years of slave that's like soul crushing the same it thing is. Yeah. i want to watch 13 but especially oh. in this current climate i was like no 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 that yeah. that just, it just it just it just crushes your soul. Yeah, it just makes you want to go out and do something to change things, you know. But yet the heaviness of it all too, you're just like, damn, yeah. mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, that's why you yeah, you need a little. Yeah, that's why I needed Jumanji a couple weeks ago when I went and saw that. Okay? Yeah, that was yeah, fun. That, he steals the movie. He's the best thing in Jumanji, which is I love The Rock. I like Kevin Hart, but Jack Black was the best thing in the movie. He was hilarious. I have to go see. I haven't seen that one yet. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, me too. I looked up that Vita, and it's going to be on Stars. Yep. Oh, you, man. I think that looks pretty good. In May. Mm-hmm. Stars is coming up. Because isn't Stars the same one that has power? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stars is a... Stars has Stars some good original, original movies. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when they were, like, crappy. <laughs> yep. Now, and now it's different. They got power. I'm surprised Sister Jane trying to do a podcast about that because she loves her some power. She loves power. She couldn't do her own podcast. Come on now. I mean, with you. I'm, do you watch power? No. No, I don't watch it. I've it's watched good, it on a... But it's violent. It's, it's good, but I don't it's mind violent. violence. I just never got... I don't know what was, else was on, but I, every once in a while I watch it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is good. I need to see what this is about. And then I get busy doing something else and I haven't ever caught up with it, so... 
I thought I didn't have a problem with violence either until I watched it. They came up with some creative ways to fucking oh, hurt God. Me. Oh, Lord. Oh, maybe like, I don't need to watch it. Yeah, I'll skip that. Section oh, for a Lord. You do that. I'm like, jeez. Come on now, y'all. It's good, but it's, 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 it's violent. It's hey, it's about, you know, it's about the mob and, you yeah. know, it's about, you know, oh, drug work. So. Yep. Oh, goodness. I think we covered kind of every day, didn't we? We did. We, we hitting the movies, mm-hmm. TV, all kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, Black Panther now. Well, I love Black Panther. What kind of? Have you seen Black? Have you seen oh, Black uh, Panther, Kim? Oh yes. Oh my god. I gotta go see it that... a couple more times. Ooh, I, I do want to go see it again. Me too. I definitely do. Have y'all seen it in 3D yet? I haven't seen it in no. 3D. I, think... I saw it in 3D. Mm. Did you like it? Does it make a difference? I, d- I liked it, you know, but. I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting, but I want to go see it in the regular screen because I feel like, you know, the perspective would be different yeah. or the focus would be different, you know, that kind of stuff. So I definitely want to go see it in the regular screen. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was amazing. You yeah. know, absolutely amazing. Lord have mercy. Good. <laughs> I don't I don't like watching it in 3D. It's and just too much team. flying at you. And I didn't oh. want to do it in 3D. But the thing was, the time I had just been to the dentist and they did surgery on my gums. But I was like, I need to see that movie. So mm-hmm. I went right from the dentist's office okay. and I was she like, was what's the next screening? Yes. I was like, I got to see it today because I was off that day. And I went straight from the dentist's office to there. I took my Advil, whatever I needed to take. And they were like, oh, ma'am, it's 3D, right? And I was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, just give me the ticket. I want to see it. Yeah, I wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see it, so I ended up seeing it in three D. But it was it was really good. It was amazing. Yeah, I gotta go back and see it. Yeah, I missed the part where they told what happened to Eric's father. I had to get up and go to the bathroom, and they're like, "You missed the pivotal part," you know, about mm-hmm. T'Challa's uh, father and um, Eric's father. But oh, so yeah. I, just to if nothing else did go out, look at what's his face, Michael E. Jordan. He was great in that. I he mean, was. They were all great in that. They were all great. He, I think he stole the show. I was his face. Uh, Kill Eric Killmonger. When he tells Angela Bassett, "Hey, Auntie." I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's like one of my favorite one parts. But Black Panther's sister, I don't remember her name. Shuri. She. Yeah, she was amazing. I thought I she liked was. her too. I liked she her. She's bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a great all-around movie. I'm so glad it's doing well mm-hmm. and making gangbusters. That's what we need. Yep. So we sure. can have a two and a three yeah. and a whatever. Yep. And people, whatever else. people, mm, people do want to look at us on the screen. <laughs> yep. There <laughs> you go. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for taking your almost whole day to podcast with me. <laughs> It was so fun. Had a great time. Thank you so much for the double feature. I have enjoyed it so much. Uh, If uh, y'all in the nation would like to send in your feedback for the next episode, send it to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com or send us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash podcast or call 972-755- one two one five.
before we get through all the other particulars, um, Procrasty, how can people reach you if they'd like to find you on social media? Uh, as Pam pulls out her smartphone to look up her own address. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be mostly on Facebook. Um, I am on Twitter at uh, well, to find me on, I guess they look they look for you by your name on Twitter. Is that it or your app? I'm at isn't she lovely? That's I S I N S S. I can't even spell. Damn it! I S I N S H E L O V E L Y. Like isn't, isn't she lovely? She but lovely. there's no T, so isn't she, she lovely. lovely? Okay. If you at isn't she lovely? That's me on uh, Twitter, and if you're trying to find me on Instagram. I am on Instagram. Look me up as, as Procrastinella, just like it's spelled um, on the Facebook. P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I-N-E-L-L-A, Procrastinella. All right. And Kim, where can we find you and, and anything that you're doing, work-wise, personal-wise, whatever you want to share? Well, I don't do Twitter. I don't know how to do it. So <laughs> you can catch me on the Sister Speak um, Facebook page. I'm usually there. Or you can hit me at uh, sweetiepjoe at gmail.com. That's S-W-E-E-T-Y-P-J-O-E at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you again, ladies, for joining me. If Pleasure. Um, <clears throat> Y'all would like to find other podcasts that we do, go to our website, sisterspeakproductions.com. And again, our Sister Speak family reunion this summer is going to be the bomb. Go to sisterspeakproductions.com slash register to get your tickets now. Uh, also, we, as we mentioned, we have a wonderful Facebook group called Sister Speak Nation. Come and join the conversation today. Our Facebook page is Sister Speak Podcast. Um, on Facebook and we're also on Instagram which we don't do much on there right now and we're also on Google <laughs> Plus and oh I do want to give a special thank you to Miss Procrastinella for helping us with our Facebook page <laughs> posting she has some wonderful posts that she's been doing and helping us uh, get some more activity on our Facebook page so thank you Procrastinella I appreciate that so much <laughs> Yay! Y'all don't know what y'all are missing out there, podcast podcast listeners. This is the place to be. I'm telling y'all. And oh, when Game of Thrones come back, you're gonna see why this <laughs> is the most popular uh, podcast out there. I'm telling you. Yeah, y'all are what made me start watching Game of Thrones. Uh, the song. I was telling Kim. Um, a friend of mine had been telling me, you know, we need to watch, we need to watch. And I was in my militant phase. I'm like, there ain't no black people on there. I don't watch that. You know, and then it, it had been on for three seasons. And I'm like, what is this all it's about? Winter is coming. And like, I'm like, it's cold and dark. What the hell is this? And she's like, hey, my friend was like, I was like, well, if she's watching a show that ain't got no black people in it, it must be really good, but still. And then I listened to, uh, I was listening to you actually, uh, I, I was listening to your Walking Dead podcast, and you were always talk about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, you know. And so then I started listening to your Game of Thrones podcast. And I'm like, I have got to see what has me cracking up so much and what has them cracking up. And 
y'all, y'all, I'm telling you, podcast is just as good as the show. I wish Game of Thrones could get back to like that, where you had a good show and an even greater, funnier podcast. That's how it used to be with um, what you call it, with Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yep, be a great show, and your podcast is even funnier. Yeah. Yep, now it's the God, it's funny show- in another. It's a funny in another way. <laughs> yeah. but your your podcast definitely you know, they do the shows justice and everything. So hey, I I am humble to be able to throw anything y'all's way because this stuff is amazing. I, mean, I you you don't know, girl. I would be at work laughing my ass <laughs> off listening to y'all podcast and people wondering why. I'm there like you. I'm either like laughing out loud with my hands over my mouth because I'm trying not to laugh, especially when you you and Sister Jay went. Sister Jay, you're so ignorant. And then, you know, <laughs> and then Sister Jay would come back with, "Keep that shit short." Yeah, <laughs> I keep that shit short. Yes, like, yes. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back there. We'll be back there at some point. The dynamic flow. Yeah. Thank you so much for that rousing endorsement of the podcast. We had a lot. We've had a lot of fun over the last ten years of doing this podcast. Wow. It's just our silly, stupid thoughts that we don't, we didn't think um, anybody would care to listen to. We just wanted to talk and get our thoughts out. But shit, that shit has turned into being some of the most fun that I've had, just sitting and talking shit about TV shows. And Man. people, and it's exactly. been so much fun. So much fun, definitely. So you guys, definitely out there, out, come and join the fun. Join us at Sister Speak Nation on Facebook. We have a ton of fun, as much fun as we have on the podcast. We have equal amounts of fun just talking with each other, having fun, learning about each other's, um, and personally, that's been the most fun to me with the Facebook group. So, um definitely do that and send in your feedback we were light i know because we're always light when we're late with the podcast and we're kind of late with the double feature but we expect y'all to come back next time let us know what you think about these new developments on the show where do y'all think this shit is gonna go from here the last four episodes who knows i hope they end up killing off some negan and trash lady thank you it might surprise me to kill Negan, but I predict Negan will be around for season nine. I think he will. Uh, you may. I think you're going to lose Ezekiel this season. And hey, try not get too excited, Sister K. But maybe Father Gabriel too. I think. Woohoo! <laughs> that That's going to be the best episode of the season when that happens. That would be lovely. Wouldn't he it? Can go too. He can go too. Thank you. Mm. Let him go now, actually. Mm. <laughs> and throw Eugene in there too. Oh, hello. Yeah. And Dwight. Because I'm tired of looking mm. at his mm. face. I'm sick of all them. All yep. of them. Thank you. They need to whittle down the cast, is what they need to do. Yes, that's exactly what they need to do. Purge. Yeah. Purge. The purge. Yeah, that's what they need to purge. <laughs> purge that cast. <sighs> Well, thank you guys again for joining the podcast and thank y'all for listening and and waiting for the podcast. We appreciate y'all. That is it for now. I'm Sister K. I'm Procrastinella. And I'm Kim. See you next time. Bye. Uh Bye. (laughs) Bye.